listening is a Dallin Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio. Our coverage of Dallin Catholic Sports is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kevin, Mercy One, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Skeffington's Formalware, Bozen the Florist, Northwest Bank, and Catholic United Financial. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Hey, good evening and welcome to week nine of the high school football season here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network alongside Matt Mandring. I'm Mark Amadil, joined by John Chida, who will be on the Dowling sideline tonight. It's Dowling and Waukee here at Waukee Stadium on a crisp, clear night. There's a few clouds out there. A game time temperature of right now at 45 degrees and a slight wind out of the east northeast at uh, three miles per hour ideal night for football welcome matt welcome john great to be here mark it's uh it is a nice night out there actually you know the wind laid down after such a windy day yesterday it dies down and and uh cooled off last night we got a nice night for football tonight this is the way it should be in october (laughs) well we've been waiting for that and uh and more, John, you're going to be on the Dowling sideline, and uh, it'll be uh, chillier than last Friday night. Although last Friday was interesting because of the team that Dowling was playing, Valley. Yeah, the game uh, made it very interesting uh, last week. But uh, I think this is payback this week for you guys having to suffer through the heat at Southeast Polk. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. I get to enjoy the nice, cool, brisk weather, the fall weather out there on the sideline where you guys are nice as <laughs> cozy little uh, cabin here yeah well it all it all works out john as you know that <laughs> before we get moving here on our, our pregame shows dowling and walkie kickoff right at seven o'clock both teams on the field warming up uh shout out to fred tiernan first time in many many games that he is going to miss tonight uh, he's home with his wife wife francis uh uh hope he gets over his ailment we hope to have him back next week as the maroons will be in the playoffs but uh John, you said it best. Fred, you guys started off with uh, the, the postseason, uh, like in January. You start weightlifting, get ready for the next year. And he is the jack of all trades, master of everything within the Dowling football program. So don't you and Coach Claude, and who else is done with this? You two are both done with your season. Don't be uh, taking any uh, equipment. Fred's got that notarized already. He knows how many helmets and straps are there. He, he sure does. And and I think we mentioned this before many years, and, and, and it's well-deserving. Uh, Coach Tiernan is the heart and soul of this program. He he is what makes everything go behind the scenes uh, as far as making sure the field's ready, the equipment's ready, the kids have everything they need, the coaches have everything they need. I, I, I It's, it's going to be kind of lost on the sideline tonight without having him around. He's just such a great, great person, uh, great for the program, great for the kids. Uh, I can't say enough about Coach Tiernan. And what has he done for the eighth grade program? Uh, he is he's, he's, he's incredible. Uh I love being around Coach Tiernan, and uh, uh, he'll be missed tonight, that's for sure. Well, we'll get him back next week, get him healthy. Those antibiotics really do work, Matt. Do they, yeah, you know, yeah, and it's, it's a I've good thing. Told. You know, I, I don't know how they had uh, mass after school, team mass without Coach Tiernan there, because <laughs> yeah. someone's got to lead the prayer sure. and everything else, and, and he's always the one. You know, and, yeah. and that's the great thing about uh, Coach Tiernan. You know, he's, he's, he is behind the scenes with everything. And he's the first in line at Mass and for the team Mass and always make sure those players have all the things they need and uh, leads leads every prayer. So it's a, it's a, he's a great influence around our kids. He's old school. You don't find that anymore like Coach T. And, and, and I wish, you know, coaches that are coming in 
would follow that lead. We don't have enough of that. No, and, and it's probably his biggest job is keeping Jr. in line. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, we, he's got all these other things, and he's got to keep Jr. in line too. Jr. Gisler. So we give Fred an update about the equipment is here. They didn't make it. Uh, Jr. is kind of leaning over by the water right now, but uh, the camera guys and the uh, uh, the guys with the headsets, the Dallin coaches, they're all set up. So, John, can you give them all clear so Fred? It, it is all clear. You can okay. tell JR is all, all, awful nervous. This is the fastest I've seen him walk back and forth in the last couple of minutes <laughs> he's, I have all year. He's wondered, what did I forget? <laughs> Where do I got to go to get this? Do I have to go back to Dowling? That's what he's asking. All right. Yeah, he doesn't want to get yelled at. <laughs> yeah. Well, gentlemen, it's, it's week nine. Hard to believe we have reached week nine of the high school football season. Nine regular season games. That's what they had since I started 40-some years ago. Last year we had an abbreviated season, and I think it was a six or seven game regular season, but nine games. This is the ninth game. In the tenth game, Matt is back to the playoffs. The Maroons know they're in the playoffs, regardless of what happens here tonight. They don't know what's going to happen. So, listeners out there, Dowling will know, and all the playoff teams in 5A will know tomorrow morning, nine o'clock, it'll be released. Of course, the website will probably crash, but the Iowa High School <laughs> Athletic Association will release them all, as they did last Saturday morning with the uh, eight player. Class A, 1A, and 2A, they got their playoff assignments, and they're involved in playoffs tonight, man. They are, and, you know, this is one of those games that's always a little bit interesting because you have a team that know they know they're playing next week, and the other team knows they are not. Yeah. And so it, it, it creates a different dynamic out there in the football field because you got one team that's just playing to end on a good note, and they're just going to let it all hang out. they got nothing to lose, and so it's going forward on fourth down in different situations, things you wouldn't normally do, probably sure. they're going to gamble. And uh, that makes it always throws a little twist in these types of games. It's Waukee Super Bowl. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. This is the game, you know, the last game of the year. And as a coach, you always look at it and say, what's, what's the last game you played? And how well did you play in that last yeah. game? And, and Dallas has been very fortunate because you never know when that last game is going to be over the last few sure. years. And a lot of them have ended in a state title. But, it, it, you know, otherwise you don't know when that last game is going to be when you start out on a night. And, and this is a little bit different. So it'll be like their Super Bowl. It certainly is. Uh, again, you're listening to the pregame show here on Iowa Catholic Radio and the Iowa Catholic Radio Network tonight. Mark Ambadale joined by Matt Mandering, John Scheidel. It's Dowling at Waukee here at Waukee Stadium. If uh, fans are coming, Dowling fans are on the east side of the stadium. That's where we're broadcasting from, from the east press box. The double-tiered press box on the west, that is the Waukee home side. And uh, they have their executive suites up there, which I did not get a, it invited to, Matt, in the pregame ordeal. I just had to set up and figure out if the Wi-Fi was working or not. Yeah, well, I think we're okay on this side. It's nice. This gives you that high school feel and, uh, you know, of being right here with the crowd. And that's, that is fun, you know. And so this will be, be a fun night to call the game. All right, let's call the game. Let's talk about the game. Let's start with Waukee. You know, this is a school system that split. This is the original Waukee. All but – or. All but two players remain from last year's team, coached by Scott Carlson, and they were a playoff team. And uh, we talk a little bit more about them with uh, Coach Wilson coming up. But uh, uh, a team that's led now by Gabe Baker. He was the uh, head football coach at one point at Pleasantville, Iowa, recently at Clear Creek, Amana, uh, Tiffin, over at Eastern Iowa. And Coach Wilson, it was his quarterback for two years at Dyke New Hartford, actually played three years for Coach Wilson. And he talks a little about that in the pregame show. So we have those kind of intricacies going on here, uh, Matt and John. Yeah, it's uh, it, it, when you when you coach in this game long enough and then all of a sudden these 
kids start to come back to you, and uh, especially someone like Coach Wilson who has run across so much success and and uh, has people that are you know are drawn to him and want to you know want to stay in touch and get his advice on things and all of those other things that go on behind the scenes during the off season. You know, he is a, a great leader for the the sport of football around the state and, and beyond. And, and so having a former player come back, is, yeah. that's a real cool thing. We'll see how that, that all transpires. But t- tonight, uh, uh, Walkie comes in. Their record is 2-6. Uh, and six. Uh, They will not make the playoffs. Uh, again, they, their two wins, one was over Johnson and one was over a Council Bluff school. That's their two wins. But I think the Johnson win kind of got everybody's uh, surprise there, uh, John. I know Johnson got uh, nicked up in their first two games when they uh, took on Cedar Falls. Uh, and uh, forgot the first game, but they, they got nicked up early at the Urbandale game. They lost their quarterback, running backs, et cetera. But uh, Waukee got Johnston, uh, I believe it was here early in the year. Yeah, you know, and Waukee's tr- trying to find its identity. And, and, you know, when you like Ankeny and Ankeny Centennial split um, years back, it was Ankeny Centennial everybody talked about. And now, now you fast forward to today, and Ankeny is, mm-hmm. is, is the top dog up in Ankeny. I would expect to see the same type of thing grow with Waukee, especially with a guy like Coach Baker and the success he's had at different schools and being under the coaching umbrella of Tom Wilson, um, coming in here, running the spread offense and changing everything and losing a lot of kids to Northwest. And now you're going to build your own program here at Waukee and get back to the old Waukee tradition, which they eventually will do. And they've gotten better every week. And uh, they're young, but they're going to come out and they're going to play hard. And you know, if, I, if I'm in the locker room with Dowling before this game, I, you know what? You can't take a team like this lightly because you slip up and you lose this game. Something goes bad. Everything doesn't go your way. And that's football. It could The ball could bounce a different way sure. at any given time. Uh, next thing you know, you're on the outside looking in for playoffs. Yeah, you know, you take a young team especially. There's a lot of, you know, as I look at this roster, there's a lot of sophomores and juniors playing tonight. And it is. The football is a game of bounces, and that ball bounces one way, and then all of a sudden there's a little momentum, a little self-doubt comes yeah. in, and, and then this other team gets this momentum going. And so you have to come out and establish yourself early you know, because the other, it'll go the other way in a hurry. Yeah, well, we, we, Dallin cannot start slow. No. I, mean, we, I think they've, they've seen that uh, and, and kind of gotten away from that the last four weeks, and it's been a strong start offensively and defensively, and it's, they're kind of coming together and, you know, Going back to last week with Schmolik, his second half, and finding his rhythm. But, boy, did he, he open up uh, the floodgates in that second half uh, with his passing game. All right, the Waukee Warriors have come in averaging 12 points on offense, give up 29 points on defense. Dowling, uh, they're fifth ranked this week on the Radio Iowa poll. Uh, they come in averaging nearly 29 points on offense and give up just over two touchdowns, 14 points on defense. We're going to take a break, come back. I caught up with uh, head coach Tom Wilson of Dowling Catholic before tonight's game. It's Waukee with a record of 2-6. and six. Dowling's record is 5-3, and three, and we'll be back with more from Waukee Stadium. Pre-game show continues here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Thank you, Ashworth Vision Clinic, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365 on Iowa Catholic Radio. Ashworth Vision Clinic online at ashworthvision.com. Ashworth Vision Clinic, 515-440-4610. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742. Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. 
Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Kemen.com. Thank you, Kemen, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. And welcome back to the pregame show here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Tonight it's Dowling at Waukee in the final regular season game of the high school football season. Playoffs begin next week in Class 5A, and I'm joined by head football coach at Dowling Catholic High School, and that is Tom Wilson. Coach, thanks for joining us on a very uh, cold night. Thanks, Mark. Well, Coach, uh, final regular season game. Uh, coming off a big win last week, got you in the playoffs, sure, and that was uh, over the Valley Tigers, a 31-27 win. And uh, you waited till the fourth quarter. You outscored them three touchdowns and won the fourth quarter. But the first uh, three quarters, it was kind of a standstill. And you were down 20 to 10 going into the fourth quarter. And what a rally. That, that, that's, that's, a, that's one of the memorable games I would put in my top five in the last 40 years. Yeah, it was a great effort by our kids. And, you know, I, the big thing was is we, we just didn't finish in the first half. And, and uh you know, we got some turnovers and things like that, but we weren't able to finish drives, and we had the bad uh, snap on on one of the field goals, which hurt us. And then, you know, we had one series, and I think it was, you know, five plays in the in the third quarter. And so, they were milking the clock, and you know, we were we were up against it. And uh, really, our kids responded, and and uh, really proud of of the effort that they put out. No question. I know your your defense uh, uh, was. Just like glue, it started out down 14-3 to at half, and then the second half started with Valley taking possession, the opening kickoff of the second half, and the interception by Joe Reed of 50 yards that uh, kind of got the things turned around, although Valley came back and scored right after that. We go to the fourth quarter, and we outscore them three touchdowns to one. That was just an incredible rally, and a lot of things went into that. The, the pick six, uh, Diego Leon, perfect on field goals, except that execution, as you mentioned earlier, and then... Uh, you know, Jackson Smolik in his first start in seven games uh, came out and a little slow going, but in that fourth quarter, he put it together. Well, he did, and and uh, I have to remember the contribution of Dante as well. And uh, you know, we mixed some things in there, and and uh, Dante's proved himself over the last several weeks. And uh, you're right, you know, uh, Jackson goes in, hasn't played for for quite some time, and uh, you know, really getting into you know, empty, which is our no backs and things like that uh, there on the fourth quarter. Uh, it was basically running two different concepts, and, and uh, Jackson was doing the rest with the receivers. So uh, our execution down the stretch there was, was outstanding, and, and I think the kids deserve an awful lot of credit for that. And you mentioned the, the quarterbacking, but the receivers. Cooper Nicholson, a 67-yard reception. He caught it uh, probably the only place he could catch it and uh, ran out, ran the secondary. And then Carson Brown got loose and gave you the go-ahead touchdown with uh, 62 seconds left in the contest. Yeah, you know, we, we went up, you know, just prior to that with with Dante on the, on the short run. And then, you know, they come back down and score. And, and then, uh, you know, we were able to put a couple – you know, other drives together, and and uh, you know, Coop is Coop is really you know turned into a really solid receiver of what we thought he was going to, and and Carson Bo Gamble had a big uh, reception in there, and you know throughout the night, Wenjit had a couple of catches, and I thought he and Thompson uh, blocked pretty well in the run game, which was uh, they, they've made progress in that regard. 
visiting with head coach Tom Wilson before tonight's game. Dowling at Waukee to close out the regular season. Defensively last week against Valley, a couple names stick out, and that is the pressure by your front four. Uh, you know, Carson Hagen and Mata Brua had a couple sacks in that contest. But, again, late in the game where you need to get your offense on the field instead of you're having your defense out there, as you mentioned, in that third quarter, offense only had five possessions, uh, five snaps. Uh, that defense came around that fourth quarter when you needed it. Uh, they did, and, you know, the, the sack with, with Hagen and, and Mata uh, was a part of that. And, you know, even on the last play of the game, uh, Pettis was chasing Morrow all over the place, and we got him going to his left with really nobody open. And, uh, you know, that was the final play. So uh, those guys have really been outstanding the entire year, and, and Valley has uh, what I think a terrific offense. Uh, with the skill players that they have and uh, between backs, um, you know, receivers and, you know, then tight ends only ranked second in the country. Um, so um, it was a, a tough task, but I thought we held in there and did a great job. Coach, any takeaways from last week's game with Valley? Obviously, you had a chance to break down film. Anybody that uh, we may have missed on, on Friday night that, that stood out uh, on film this week? You know, I thought, uh, you know, Matt Hanton came in, you know, uh, in passing situations, gave us a couple series uh, that really did a nice job. Just just a sophomore and you know, Blake Anderson uh, with some big hits. Um, he's a physical player. And, and uh, between the two of them, they did a nice job at, at our free safety position. But um, just to, when you win a game like that, how we did, uh, just the team effort and, and really that and includes the people in the stands because uh, it was loud down there and it was a, a playoff atmosphere and a lot of fun to be a part of. Yeah, no question about it, Coach. I'm going to bring up one more scenario, and I think it might have been on uh, the Cooper Nicholson 67-yard run. You had a young man who hasn't caught a lot of passes this year. I think it was senior, Mikey McLean, with a key block during that series. Yeah, he was, uh, you know, Mikey has a tendency to outrun everybody, and and, uh, and that's, that's a true story, and uh, he was deep, and, and – uh, then as Coop caught it, uh, Mikey was really smart about it and gets in the way of, of their the person that was on uh, Coop and, and uh, made sure he got to the end zone. Busy with head coach Tom Wilson here tonight before the Dowling Waukee game here at Waukee Stadium. Kickoff schedule for 7 o'clock. This is Mark Hamadale. I'll come back and talk more with Coach Wilson about tonight's opponent, the Waukee Warriors, here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercyone.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Davenport, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO, you receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. And welcome back to the pregame show here on Iowa Catholic Radio as I continue my conversation with head coach Tom Wilson. It's Dowling at Waukee tonight. This is Mark Amadale. And 
Coach, you're taking on the Walkie Warriors. They come in with a record of two and six. Of course, uh, this is a team last year coached by Scott Carlson, who retired and now became the assistant over at Northwest. And I, I was talking with head coach Gabe Baker in his first year. We'll talk about his tie-in with you, but he said there's only two players left from that team, and they're both lined, and one on the offensive side. Uh, and that was uh, uh, Brennan Matthews. And on the defensive side, Morris Kane. And after that, it's a, basically a brand-new team. Yeah, Kane is a good player, uh, number 55. And, and uh, yeah, he would remind you some of Pettis. I mean, he's a relentless player and, and uh, does a nice job. And, you know, they, they've done a good job. That, that We saw them in the first game of the year versus uh, Ankeny uh, as we were breaking down Ankeny tape. And uh, you can tell there was a new staff and it was basically a new program. And, um, you know, honestly, they, they've played much better lately. They play hard. Um you know, they get a win over Johnston, and, and you know, Johnston has struggled some on offense due to injuries, but they still play very good defense, and uh, that's a great win for them. And so I think they've brought them along fairly well. Well, Coach, uh, you happen to know the, the new head coach, Gabe Baker, in his first year at Waukee. You coached him in high school, and he played quarterback for you, and uh, he's made his rounds. He's a head coach at Pleasantville. He was on Gary Swenson's staff at, uh, at Valley. And uh, I believe he coached at Southeast Polk or taught at Southeast Polk for a while. So he's kind of made the rounds, but always wanting to get to Central Iowa. I was, and he was most recently at Clear Creek, Amana. And, you know, Gabe and I uh, were very close when he was a player, and we've remained close. And, uh, you know, I've recommended him, I think, for all of those jobs that he was able to get. And uh, he'll do it the right way, and, and he'll be patient. He'll build the program. And, and uh, I know Waukee couldn't find a better person to be the head football coach than Gabe. Well, I know he's going to have to do it with some youth because uh, you know, he's got a young quarterback, Blake Hauk, who's a, a junior, stands 5'10", and he's got a tailback, Niall Eddy, and you got to like that first name, Niall. It kind of reminds me of Niall Kinnick. I think his parents had something in mind there, but uh, uh, he's a sophomore. And then uh, nice receivers. they got four or five receivers. So we'll see different looks, but a very young team. And talk about uh, the Dowling defense defending the, the uh, Waukee offense. No, you're right. The, the quarterback does a nice job. Eddie, the sophomore, um, you know, I think he runs hard. He's not the biggest guy. But uh, two, Ray Hall, I think, is a really good player. And, and Ben Kamara uh, is number 14, plays a little bit both ways. Um, a skilled athlete, so I, I think they have good skill. Um, as you mentioned, they had one returning offensive lineman, and I think that's where at times they've struggled. They had different people in the lineup earlier in the year than what they do now, but um, I, I think they're better now than than what they were earlier. So, um, you know, they're coming along, and I, I think they have some weapons. We just have to get pressure on that on that quarterback and and uh, see if we can create some turnovers. And tonight, Coach Wilson, the Dowling offense, and, uh, you know, is it going to be similar to what we saw with Valley with uh, uh, several quarterbacks, obviously interchanging your tailbacks as, as usual uh, against the Waukee defense? What do you expect from this Waukee defense, and uh, what kind of alignment will they present? Uh, they'll be in a 4-3 with mostly a two-high shell, sometimes roll down and, and be in a one-high, and uh, they do a nice job of, of masking those things, and you know, they. Uh, I think they're going to bring quite a bit of pressure, and I think that's the one way where they think they can stop us. And uh, you know, we're going to have to be able to handle that. So it uh, it should be uh, it should be an interesting matchup. I really think that uh, 
you know, we're going to have to do a great job at the line of scrimmage, be able to run the ball. Um, I also uh, think we're going to have complete passes. And, you know, I think you'll see a similar recipe than, than what we had last week. We think that's kind of what we are. And uh, with Jackson, obviously, that opens up the pass game uh, considerably. And, and we can mix Dante in there to do a little bit of both. And Coach, tonight, an opportunity. Uh, I know Waukee won two games. You mentioned uh, the win, especially over uh, Johnson. Uh, that kind of got everybody's attention. But uh, opportunity tonight, maybe to play a lot of kids. This is the final regular season game. Playoffs are next week. We know you've qualified, but uh, an opportunity to kind of get an extended JV game maybe in that second half. I would love for that to, to, to happen. You really never uh, plan on that. And, and uh but, you know, we, we would look forward to that. And the big thing is to come out and play well and, and put ourselves in, in position uh, for next week and, and then see where the playoffs take us. Coach, who would have thought? Start out one and three, one of the toughest uh, uh, schedules in the state in Class 5A. You've won five in a row now, and uh, opportunity now exists to, to go six and three. Uh, what are the playoff scenarios, as you know, when they're going to announce those? Is it supposed to be a Saturday morning type deal or then announce them tonight? Yeah, it'll be 9 o'clock on Saturday morning, and we'll be, uh, we'll be ready to, to, to get started on breaking down whoever we have to break down. Uh, right now, it's anybody's guess. Um, you know, there's some important games out there, some in eastern Iowa. Uh, the Urbandale versus Northwest game has playoff implications, and, uh, you know, there's a scenario where we could host, and uh, the, I, I think it's more likely that, that we don't, but you never know what's going to happen. So, you know, uh, your guess is as good as mine, really, of who will play. Coach, thanks for visiting with us tonight. Best of luck against Waukee. All right, thank you. And Coach Tom Wilson has been my guest here on the pregame show. It's Dowling and Waukee from Waukee Stadium tonight. And joining me on the rest of the pregame show will be Matt Maynard, the Dowling uh, Dowling principal and uh, John Scheidel, the Dowling eighth grade coach, and they've been with me all season long. This is Mark Hamadell back with more pregame following these messages here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Listen to Be Not Afraid with Father Fabian Mancata and Father PJ McManus Tuesday mornings at 9 on Iowa Catholic Radio and on demand at iowacatholicradio.com and the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Northwest Bank. Commitment you can bank on. Northwest Bank is a community bank serving Iowa and Nebraska. NW.BANK. Thank you, Northwest Bank, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment. Whether it's in the classroom or at home. Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools. And welcome back to... Waukee Stadium here in Waukee, Iowa. Week nine of the high school football season. It's Dowling and Waukee. Mark Hamadale, John, joined by Matt Mandring, John Chido, as we get set for the coin toss that's going to be performed on the field. And Matt, as you mentioned before, this is a mock coin toss, correct? Yeah, they do this <laughs> pregame. You know, it's something that's changed over the years, too, is they do it early so that the coaches get it. They know what they've got when they talk about their pregame. 
and then there's no screw up out here. You know, <laughs> they make sure they get everything straight, <laughs> and and the kids know what they're doing and everything else. So and, yes, and everybody remembers uh, who won the toss. That's you, right. You, you can't forget that. That's right. You know that that's important. Well, John Chido is with us tonight. John, you made your way down to the field. I, I was telling Matt earlier, it looks like there's a little bit of frost on the field already, or am I just seeing something up here? Yeah, I think it's just the purple W. Uh, it's a newer turf, newer turf, so it's kind of have that 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 glow is what you're seeing. But but the, going back to the coin toss, I don't think it, they did they did that because, like Matt was saying, you, uh, you don't want to have a team uh, kicking off twice, and uh, we, we've seen that before on yeah, every level. We've seen that before, <laughs> exactly. And that's certainly not what. Well, how's the feel down there, Johnny? What's the game conditions? Obviously, the temperature at 45 degrees, and it will be falling as the game moves on. You know, it's kind of a brisk chill, but it, there's no wind. So that that's a great thing. So that won't be a factor at all. I mean, it feels like football finally. It's not at 90 degrees, 100 degrees. It's, it's that cool, brisk fall night. Well, let's hope uh, that continues. I know that uh, uh, the playing condition will be a little bit different for uh, – uh, these teams, uh, Matt, as as you know, these uh, that, that ball becomes very slippery when it gets a certain degree out there, or gets under a certain degree. Yeah, it, it, you know this, but this right now, this is perfect. I mean, this is what it's, this is the way the game is supposed to be played, and and a lot of fun for the kids. It's safer for the kids, and all those kinds of things, which leads to, uh, you know, it should be a fun night. Just not so much fun for the stand, for the fans sitting here when they don't move, and and you're sitting there watching it. Sure. We want to thank our supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio who have been with us throughout the year. Ashworth Vision, Construct Professionals, Dental Associates. Our thanks to Kemen, Mercy One, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Skeffington's Formal Wear, and, of course, Northwest Bank. And our Red Zone sponsor is Bozen the Florist. Say more with Bozen. Bozen makes a moment mean more. 515-244-ROSE. That's 515-244-7673. And, of course, our keys to the game, and Matt, you're going to bring us that, sponsored by Catholic United Financial, providing life insurance, Medicare supplement insurance, retirement annuities, and much more online at catholicunitedfinancial.org. Yeah, you heard, you heard Coach Wilson talk about keeping Blake Houck, and, I mean, he's everything runs through him. You know, he lead, you know he's almost a leading rusher, throws the ball well. So you got to keep him contained. And the other thing for Dallin Catholic is going to be start fast. You know, you have a team that you are, you know, on paper you're a lot better than them. You want to make sure you establish it early and not give them any confidence moving forward. All right. Those are your keys to the game, sponsored by Catholic Finan- United Financial. And we'll take a break. We'll come back to the kickoff. But first, a word from Dr. Dan Ryan, the president of Dallin Catholic High School, and our pregame prayer with Father Ryan Andrew here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. Dan Ryan, president of Dowling Catholic High School. Welcome to another season of exciting Dowling High School football. We are proud to be partners with Iowa Catholic Radio, not only broadcasting football, but also being partners in preparing Christ-centered leaders for life. Go Maroons! Hello, my name is Father Ryan Andrew, and I'm the chaplain at Dowling Catholic High School. Let us pray for the coaches, players, and trainers for this athletic competition. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all your gifts. We ask you to bless all those involved in this athletic competition tonight. We ask that you keep them safe and that they all show good sportsmanship. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. All holy men and women, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
welcome back to Waukee Stadium as we get set for Dowling and Waukee tonight here in week nine of the high school football season. Dowling kicked off. Diego Leon puts the ball in the end zone. Touchback. And here is Waukee with a first down at their own 20-yard line. Now the Waukee Warriors will be going from left to right or from south to north. Uh, east wind at about three miles per hour as we open up the game. And uh, first pass by Waukee incomplete. They try to throw it uh, to the left side of the formation, uh, Matt, and try to hit their flanker on a try to get him outside the. Yeah, numbers. Ray Hall. He was the intended receiver off his hands, incomplete, and brings up second and ten. Walkie will work out of the shotgun, one man in motion, and the give is to the uh, tailback, and that is the sophomore Nile Eddy, and he is swallowed up right about the twenty-three yard line for a gain of three to bring up third and seven for Walkie. Nile Eddy is is taking most of the the rushing. Um, snaps or handoffs this year for 140 attempts at 645 yards and one touchdown for the uh, the Warriors. Dowling with a record of five and three. Bruiser won four in a row after starting one and three. Waukee Warriors with a record of two and six. And uh, first year head coach Gabe Baker's first year. And now they wind the play clock under ten. And now they break their yeah. It was a huddle. Yeah. So here is two receivers to the right, one to the left. Walkie going left to right in their home purple uniforms, white pants, read option, and hit and dropped in the backfield. And maybe struggling to the line of scrimmage is Baker, or rather is the quarterback that time, Blake Houck, and he was wrapped up that time, man. Joe Hughes was up on the on the blitz as uh, Coach brought, brought a little blitz action there, and Joe Hughes shot through there and, and wrapped up Blake Houck. In the backfield, he did was able to struggle back to the line of scrimmage and brings up fourth down. Dylan Pettis, Cody Hykus, Chase Patton, and Owen Weber, the front four for Dowling. We'll see Ross and Rumley in there, Carson Hagen, and Mata Brua. And here's the punt by Waukee, and it's fielded by Cooper Nicholson at the Dowling 45, and he is uh, hogtied right at the 48-yard line. So a return of three yards, and the Moon Dowling, Dowling's offense will start first and 10 from their own 48-yard line. As they go right to left, north to south here at Waukee Stadium. Let's go down to the Dowling sideline. That is where the Dowling head eighth grade coach and our sideline reporter. That is where John Chattel's at tonight, Johnny. Well, you saw Waukee uh, try to establish the run in those short screen passes early on, and, and Dowling's defense was, was ready for it, and, and they scouted Waukee's offense pretty well this week. And Dowling's linebackers do a rock and roll, with, which means two linebackers, one has a quarterback, one has the running back and it worked effectively, especially for Joe Hughes on that series. Certainly did, and Smolik gets the start at quarterback, a little pass to the near side. It's caught, but hit immediately is the receiver that time. That's Andrew Bliss, and the pass was thrown to the left of the formation, and they're going to whistle a no-gain loss of one on the play back to the 47, Matt. Bryce Hawkinson from the cornerback position right there came and, and made a really nice play and fought through the, the block and was able to make the tackle right as the ball got there. All right, here is Smolik back to throw. Fires out, caught by Cooper Nicholson. And he's across the 50, and he's going to say he's down right near the 45-yard line of Waukee. Again, Hawkinson, and this time Jason Nelson on the tackle for the Warriors and, and didn't allow him to get any extra yards after the catch. Uh, it's still third, a good game for the Maroons, third and short. Dowling with the ball at the Waukee 45. He to get to the Waukee 42 for a first down. So it's third and a short two. And here's a read option. Smolik back to throw. He fires out. Caught by Wink at the tight end on the left side. He's got the first down. 
and he's finally running out of bounds at the Warrior 36-yard line. A release for Winget where he comes up. It's a little play action. He shows like he's going to block down for a step and, and then just slides out on the short side of the field. And uh, no one out there as the corner was run off, and it's easy, easy throw and catch for Smolik to Winget for a first down. Well, Dowling has come out passing the first three plays, and now Cam Middleton in at the tailback. And here's a handoff to Cam, right side, hole opens, and he's Slices through there and just inside the 35, down to the 33 of Waukee. That'll pick up three yards. They ran over that right side over there behind Kerry and uh, Nahas and, and Begasas at center. And Cam, when he got to two yards past the line of scrimmage, planted his foot and just exploded through the tacklers to get a couple extra yards. So they'll bring up second down, and they'll call it five for Dowling at the Waukee 32-yard line. They call it back to throw a Smolik on the play action. Fires it out. And it's caught. That is the tight end for the Maroons. Jayla Thompson with the uh, catch, and he gets all the way down the far sideline. They're going to spot him down out of bounds the 10-yard line, a pickup of 22 yards. There's a there's a young man that, you know, they've been trying to get into the action, Jalen Thompson, a good athlete, and get him out there. It's great to see him make a nice Nice catch out there in the flat and uh, was able to turn up field for a big gain. First down, Dowling, as the Bruins will bring in their heavy formation as Kale Gokenauer comes in at fullback. They'll run the pistol with Smolik at quarterback. Two receivers left. Read option. The give is to the tailback. Let's see which one that is. And uh, they're going to fake it to him and oh, go around right that. in. Touchdown. Great fake up the middle, and they went around right in. And that was Cataldo. And Cataldo hit a quarterback. Yeah, we forgot we had to pay attention to these things. Yeah, Cataldo came, came in at quarterback, made a great fake, and everyone's watching uh, Cam run up the middle, and uh, he scoots around the outside to the wide side of the field and easy, easy trot to the end zone. Nice block on that far sideline by the receiver over there, and that might have been Cooper Nicholson as the extra point now by Diego Leon. 8.25 remaining first quarter. Dowling strikes first, 6-0. Extra point is up. And it is good. 7-0 Maroons, back in one minute here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. This is a Young Catholic Minute. I don't believe in hell. A loving God wouldn't send anybody to such a place. You're right. A loving God wouldn't do that. But he's not going to force anyone to go to heaven either. If you dislike a certain relative and they knew it, is it loving of them to be around every chance they got? No. If they really loved you, they'd let you decide if you wanted to be around them or not. It's the same thing with God. He loves us, but won't force us to love Him back. Because true love can't be forced. God gives us our lives on earth as a way to choose if we want to love Him and spend eternity with Him in heaven, or if we want to reject Him and live apart from Him in hell. So how do we know how to love God? Pray for guidance and grace, follow the commandments in the church, seek the truth, and let it lead you right to heaven. For more Young Catholic Minutes, go to youtube.com slash youngcatholic. And we're back here at Waukee Stadium. Mark Amadale, Matt Mandering, John Scheidel, as Dowling goes up and plays 52 yards on their first drive of the night. And Dante Cataldo, a 10-yard run over right in as he scores in the South end zone here at Waukee. And the Bruins make the extra point with Leon. It's good. And Diego kicking off now, and he kicks in the end zone. Touchback. 7 to nothing, Dowling. And let's go down the Dowling sideline. That is where John Chido is at. John? Well, I think you'll see that, that the extra quarterback with Dante Catalo more so in the red zone as we move forward because he gives you that extra dimension. He can run with the football. 
and also throw the ball too in that situation. So you, you it makes the defense be more uh, alert on on not only the run, the quarterback run, especially, but also the, the short passes. And then you saw Winget and Thompson, two tight ends that were used most of that first drive with those short passes and, and effective to, to the Dowling's offense. Yeah, you're right, Johnny. And they, they both caught passes during that drive as the Maroons now with uh, on defense as Waukee has the ball first and 10 from their own 20. Read option. The quarterback, Hauk, will keep it around left end. He's got some running room, and he tries to uh, break a tackle, and he finally does up to the 27-yard line to pick up a seven on first down. Strong run there for Brady Hauk as he – he had a nice read, shot outside, and he's got good, quick feet and, and got to the edge out there and, and uh, brought down by Blake Anderson at the end of that play. So a gain of seven. It'll be second and three. Waukee from the 27. They give this to the tailback this time, and that is Eddie again. He's got the first down. He crosses a 30 up to the 33-yard line to pick up a six. Kellen Shimon and company on the stop for the Maroons. Uh, Eddie did a nice job of waiting for the blocks to open up. His offensive line created a crease for him. He shot through it, got the first down, and uh, the two two plays in succession for the Warriors run the football successfully. All right, it's first and ten. Waukee, the ball in their own 33-yard line. The quarterback is Blake Howda Jr. He looks to his left, fires left. The pass is caught, and a nice catch that time by Ben Kamara. He is their leading receiver, a 6'3", 185-pound senior, wearing number 14 with the catch it it's a first down up to the dowling 44 yard line pickup of 11 that was well timed play on their part out there they they had nice timing between the two of them turned around and got that play right in front of jared ricky he let the play happen in front of him and came up and got the stop as soon as he caught the football all right here is hauk out of the shotgun two receivers left one to the right and he's got this tailback to his right and that is nile eddie now they'll flip him to the other side to the left. Long count with uh, five on the play clock. Hand off to Eddie. Looking to the right side. He's going to be dragged down the backfield. Lost in a play back to the 43-yard line. And Dowling had that well read. And once again, I believe that was Pettis in the backfield. It looks like uh, Matt Jalen Pettis making the stop. Jalen just about took the handoff there. He got to the ball the, that same, was quick. the same time Eddie got there and, and uh, was able to drag him down right away. So... Uh, a tackle for a loss for Jalen Pettis and, and uh, stop up the run game. All right, second down, second 11 for Waukee on the one-yard loss. The give is to, well, the fake to Eddie, and he's going to be wrestled down. Mata I got him, along with Towns in the backfield. The read option, and right at the mesh of the read option, both those two young men for Dowling were on the stop. Townsend was there right away and, and, and messed up the mesh, and then Bruja got in there, Mata Bruja got in there, and uh, helped wrap him up, and and uh, Hulk's a tough runner. I mean, he broke out of Adam Townsend's arm he tackle did. there, and Brew, I was right there to stop him, and creates a third and long situation for the Warrior offense. So Townsend and uh, Mata Brua get credit, credit rather for the sack, and they'll bring up third and long, third and fourteen. Line of scrimmage, Waukee. It's our own forty-yard line. Three receivers in a bunch to the left of the formation, one to the right. Here's a snap. Hauk looking left. Now wants to run. And he avoids one tackle. He's tripped up at the 45-yard line up to the 46. And that's a short gain on the play of six yards to bring up fourth and long for the Warriors. The Dowling defense adjusted on that third and long situation. They only had three defensive linemen with their hand on the ground there. So they brought a three-man rush, brought an extra cover guy in, and uh, created a lot of space uh, in that first little bit of yardage for Hauk to run, but not nearly enough for him to get to a first down. 
Now, one thing we talked about, we didn't talk about in the pregame show, Waukee has no long snapper. They're going to go for it. And, and Coach uh, Baker told me yesterday, don't be surprised we go for it or do a quick punt, which their punter will do. And he did. He got a high, short kick. It's going to bounce inside the Dowling 40. Takes a Waukee bounce and rolls to the 35. And that's where Dowling will have it first and 10. So a 16-yard punt, or rather a 18-yard punt with no return. And that's what happens when you don't have a long snapper. Yeah, yeah. every program has a long snapper. Every right? program has a long. Well, I've seen a couple of teams. You know, we, in Northwest Iowa, we played a team that was just starting a football program, and and uh, their first couple of years, they were almost taking the guy, and he was almost turning around, throwing it backwards. <laughs> and uh, you know, it is it's one of those things that seems so simple, but it's something you have kids work on. But you take during for the granted. summer, and yeah. and you you know you get good at it, like Hagen for us, and it's a big part of of your special teams. All right, first down, Dowling, and Cataldo remains a quarterback, fires to the far side, caught, and I think that's Cooper Nicholson or is it Mikey McClain? Which one's Bo over? Gamble. Bo Gamble and on the catch there. It is. Bo gets up as they had five receivers split out everywhere, and Gamble with the reception for a short gain up to the 42-yard line to gain a seven. That was the offensive set that worked so well for him in the fourth quarter against Valley. Yes, it, was it was spreading it out, having five receivers, and then Smolik back there and, and find the open man. And uh, this time they gave Cataldo a shot at that. All right. Second and three, Dowling, and the gain is seven. Smolik is back in there. Yep. And now they have Cooper Nicholson to the right of the formation. And Winchett comes in as a second tight end. So double tights with one back in the backfield. And, and Smolik calling signals. He'll give it to the tailback. And running near side, spinning out of a tackle, and then running forward. And that is C.J. Phillip in for the first time, his first carry. They're going to spot forward progress for yard to the 43. The Maroons had two guys pulling out in front of um, C.J. Phillip there to the left side and, and let him follow the blockers, and, and Waukee's defense reacted to it really well as they ran to the wide side of the field, and uh, they reacted real well, stopped it up for a very short gain, if any. All right, Caden Sanders in as an extra blocking back and tight end on the right side, two receivers to the near side, and... Long count, and this time it's Cataldo at quarterback. Runs the left side, a little quarterback keeper. Gets across the 45 at the 47-yard line, and he's got the first down as that's all he needed was to get past the 35, and he did. Cataldo was just running down the line of scrimmage right there looking for a crease. He found one, shot through it, didn't dance. It was the right thing to do, and, and shot through it, got the first down, a no-doubter for that third and short. Smolik comes back in. Winchett was the tight end on the left side. Kyle Rockers and uh, Cade Batterton with the left guard and left tackle. Now here's a handoff and running with the football for positive yardage. Getting into the Waukee territory is C.J. Phillip again. C.J. Phillip runs to the left side of the line over Rockers and Batterton and, and uh, gets a nice gain out there. Picked his spot, shot through it, and uh, nice pickup on the ground there for the Maroons. So Dowling with a second down now. Second, and they'll call it three. The line of scrimmage is the Waukee, 45. Here's Smolik, high snap, and he gets it down. The handoff to Phillip, and he bounces through tackles and finally stood up at the 40-yard line, but that picks up the first down for the Bruins as Dowling had to get to the 42. They get to the 40. They cleared the first line of defense pretty easily there, C.J. Phillip did, and then got into, got into the linebackers for uh, the Warriors, Nolan Garza there on the stop. Five-yard gain for Phillip, so C.J., a gain of eight and a gain of five, and now they give it to him again over the right side. Gets between guard and tackle over there, and he slides down into the maybe the 40, 38-yard line, excuse me, a gain of two. That time it was uh, 
their their leading tackler, their their guy on defense. And you heard Mr. or Coach Wilson talk about him early in the game, Morris Kanay, on the stop there for the Warriors. Looks okay. like we have a timeout. Kanay is six foot uh, senior, and he makes a stop. Timeout on the field with a minute fifty nine left in the first quarter. Dowling seven, and Waukee nothing. Back in one minute here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. This is Dale Alquist with a Chesterton Minute. Have you ever heard someone say, the Catholic Church would be okay if it weren't for all the rituals? Why do people complain about rituals in the church? They don't complain about the rituals that fill the rest of their daily lives. They shake hands, they sign their names, they put candles on birthday cakes, they give each other flowers, they put on fancy weddings and somber funerals. Those are all rituals. They are symbols. They are simple ways of representing complex ideas. G.K. Chesterton says, Ritual is a need of the human soul. In fact, it's a need of the human body, like exercise. Destroy your impressive ceremony, and all you get in return is unimpressive ceremony. Want more than a minute? Visit our website at chesterton.org. All right, second and eight is we're back here at Waukee Stadium. Waukee uses their first timeout. And a little play action. Smolik with a pass, and it is caught and dropped. They're going to rule it incomplete to Carson Brown. That'll bring up third and eight for Dowling. Mark Amadale, Matt Mandry, John Chido. And we'll go down to John Chido now in between this series. A big third down coming up here, Johnny, for the Maroons. Yeah, that, 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 you know, Waukee's loading the box. And, and right there, they try to get Carson Brown in the flats there, but they're playing cover two. That corner just sits in that zone where – where Carson was going, and that's a tough play to make. And I don't know if he would have caught that if he even would have got the first down. So you'll see something downfield here, middle of the field here, I would imagine. All right, here it is, third and eight. Back to throw is Smolik, looks left, throws left, and it is caught, but falling down with the catch is Cam Middleton. And he gets it up to, let's see, about 35-yard line. Maroons need to get to the 30 for a first down, so a tough call here, Matt, coming up. You know, I think with the confidence they have in the offense right now, it, it makes it and you're in that no-man zone as far as that's a long field goal for Diego, and, and uh, so it's uh, keep the offense on the field time. So Dowling now at the Waukee 35. That was a pickup of three yards on the reception by Cam Middleton. The Maroons will spread the field. Three receivers right, one two to the left. Five receivers set. They throw it over the middle. It's caught, and inside the 20 and finally tripped up at the 15-yard line. A nice reception as they really exploited everybody, and that was Bo Gamble, who was the, out of three receivers, he was the slot receiver. He was the slot receiver, and so for those of you trying to vision this, there's three receivers to the right. Bo Gamble's lined up closest to the offensive line. He releases to the inside, inside the defender, and, and – Smolik hits him in stride for an easy first down. 20-yard gain as Smolik to Gamble hooks up. Now they'll send Bliss in motion left to right, two receivers to the right. And the give is to Cam Middleton, goes over center, now moves his way to the right side and finally bowls his way forward inside the 10 down to the 7-yard line, a pickup of 8. Cam really did a good job right there because it was originally designed to go inside and he just bounced it to the edge and was able to find a little bit of room outside of Nahas right there and, and found a crease and, and made a nice eight-yard run out of that. Kyle Rockers, Kate Batterton, Ryan Bagestas, the center, Gabe Carey, the right guard, and George Nahas, you mentioned the right tackle, the offensive line for Dowling. Tight ends are Jalen Thompson and Drew Winget. Runs will go with two tights here, and they're going to give it to uh, Middleton. Cam 
Bowles his way. He may have gotten a yard down to the six-yard line because they had Cooper Nicholson in motion. They didn't give it to him, but Cooper may have had the edge there if they would have yeah. gave it to him. Well, that's one of those things they you, you put in your memory for later. You know, you have Nicholson running across there. No one takes him. And um, end of the quarter already. That was a quick quarter. It was. Keep the ball on the ground. It will be. We've come to the end of the first quarter here at uh, Waukee Stadium. Let's score. Dowling Catholic 7, Waukee nothing. Along with Matt Mandring and John Scheidel, I'm Mark Amadale. Back with the second quarter in one minute here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. 60 seconds with Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen. Peace be to you. Now there actually is such a thing in the world as authoritarianism. It is communism. What is the essence of authoritarianism? Well, I would say it was threefold. First, it subjects the mind to dogmas. Two, it makes fear the basis of obedience. Three, it destroys freedom of thought. Now, the church has none of these qualities. It could not have them. Because remember that our blessed Lord lived in the midst of authoritarianism. The people among whom he moved were under the power of the Romans. Furthermore, all of the Pharisees were authoritarian. So when, therefore, our blessed Lord founded his church, naturally, he made it a bulwark against all forms of authoritarianism. The people you know and trust are on EWTN. And we're back here at Waukee Stadium, underway here in the second quarter. Dowling leading 7-0 over Waukee. Dowling with the third and two at the Waukee six. And they give it to Cam Middleton. And once again, goes over to the left side this time. And kind of does that, uh, well, let's see oh, which holes open. And none of them were. The Waukee defense prevails there, Matt. Waukee defense came up and, and put everybody up in the box. They thought that they saw run and, and uh, didn't give Cam one ounce of daylight there for him to shoot through. And, and uh, he was bouncing, looking. There's nowhere to go. So this will be the 13th play of the drive that started back at the 35-yard line. It'll be fourth and two from the seven, and Dowling will attempt the field goal. This will be the place the ball at the 16-yard line, so a 26-yard field goal by Diego Leon kicking in to the north end zone. The hold by Cataldo. Ball is down. Kick is up, and it's between the uprights. It's good. So Dowling extends its lead to 10-0 over Waukee. We'll take a break. Timeout on the field, 11-13 remaining second quarter. It's Dowling 10 at Waukee nothing here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. After 18 years of working with them, I've met countless teenagers who walk through life like wounded puppies. Guys dying for someone to tell them they matter. And girls waiting for someone to build them up and tell them they're beautiful. My goal is to tell my little girls, you're beautiful, so many times that when a guy says, baby, you're beautiful, they say, I know, my dad's been saying that since I was two. (laughs) But ultimately, there's a sense of inner beauty and worth that their dad can't even give them. They have to find it for themselves. They have to find it. God. And as they do, they become men and women who have an inner strength, inner beauty, and sense of who they are that doesn't depend on any worldly affirmation. They become men and women who walk through life like royalty. And nothing is more beautiful than that. Where do you get your sense of beauty and worth from? This is Chris Stefanik from reallifecatholic.com. 
Listener-supported Iowa Catholic Radio. 11.50 a.m. KWKY, Des Moines. 94.5 FM, K233BT, Des Moines. 88.5 FM, KIHS, Adel. 90.9 FM, KLOX, Creston. And we're back here at Walkie Stadium on the kickoff. It's fielded by the Warriors at the 10-yard line, and he gets it across the 20 and up near the uh, 23-yard line is where they're going to spot him down. So Walkie will take over first and 10 from there on the return by Walkie and Dowling leading 10 nothing. Let's go down to the Dowling sideline, and that is where John Chido is at. Johnny, uh, you got to credit Walkie's defensive line on that last series, Mark. Uh, the, the, the backside pursuit has been fantastic for them. There has been no cutback lanes for our running for Dowling's running game thus far, especially in the short yardage play, as, as Coach Andrew said. You know, Waukee's loading the box, and they're not giving them any room and, and, and a lot of blitzes from the linebackers. So I would think, you know, opening it up, it, Dowling's been successful with that short passing game, especially in the middle of the field when they go five wide. There's nobody there but linebackers on Dowling's receivers, and that makes a tough matchup for Waukee. Yeah, it certainly does. That's a, that's a good point that uh, you make, Johnny. Is there's an injured walkie player on the return was uh, Bryce Hotkinson. He's a 5'8", 155-pound junior on the return, and I'm not sure if he was the one that was shaken up or not, Matt. Yeah, I can't tell. It, it looks like it might be number eight as they're walking to the sidelines there, which is Hotkinson. Um, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard to tell. Yeah, Bryce Hoskinson. Hoskinson, yeah, 5'855". Listen, is a starting defensive back, but he's also their kickoff returner. And now Waukee will start first and 10 from their own 24-yard line. The quarterback is Blake Houck. He's a 5'10", 185-pound senior. And now there is a reverse, and the give to, from the tailback going the other way, and Dowling had that snuffed out. They may lose yardage to about back to the 22-yard line as the handoff was to Tariq Alley, who's also their punt returner, the 5'10", 170-pound junior. The backside linebacker there for the Maroons, Jimmy Wanek, he sat on that thing and, and was able to make the play, was not fooled by the misdirection, did his job, knew his responsibility, stopped the reverse. And a tight formation here for Walkie. Three receivers bunched up to the right and one to the left. And now read option. Hauk will keep it, run to the left side. And now a jump pass caught by Ray Hall. Gets across the 30 and finally tackled at the 35-yard line. Good enough for a Walkie first down and a gain of 13 yards on a very unusual executed play. Yeah, but Hulk made a nice athletic play right there. The Dowling defender was kind of caught in between, and I couldn't see if it was Blake Anderson or who was out there. But Hulk made him come up and play him, which created the opening for Hall out there to catch that ball and and, uh, get the first down. 13-yard gain, first down walkie. They trail 10 to nothing, 10-15 remaining here in the second quarter. Up the middle is the tailback, and that is... I believe they put Eddie yeah, back in. It is Nile Eddie, their sophomore tailback, 5'10", 175 pounds. And he bursts through and gets up to the 41-yard line, a quick hitter for six yards. Burst is a good word because he did. He, he shot through the line of scrimmage right there, had a nice gain, and, and uh, found the crease. That offensive line is making some creases for that Waukee offense. They certainly are. And now Waukee with three receivers right, one to the left. Waukee going north to south, inside handoff to the tailback. That's Eddie again, standing next to quarterback Blake Hout. Brennan Matthews is the left tackle. You're talking about 6'4", 265, and a three-year starter, number 61 for Waukee. The left guard is Ty, Ty Boardman, a 5'11", 215-pound junior. And the center for Waukee is 
Ashton Turnbull, 6'1", 245-pound senior. Right guard is Sam Gorsh, 6'2", 250-pound senior. And the right tackle is Will Stoby, a 6'3", sophomore, 235. All right, third and one for Waukee. And the give is the tailback, and Eddie's hit and dropped. That didn't fool anybody. Dowling sent the house, and losing yardage back to the 40-yard line is Waukee. Great, great penetration by the defense. So the defensive line just stood the whole offensive line up, pushed them backwards, and didn't give Eddie anywhere to run. And that allowed Joe Hughes to come flying through there and get Eddie in the backfield for the loss. So to bring up fourth and five for Waukee, and they're going to split out one receiver wide to the right, and that's Tariq Eddie or Tariq Alley, excuse me, one receiver to the left, read option, and here's Hawk back to throw, has a wide side of the field, fires it downfield and overthrew everybody incomplete, and Dowling will take over on downs at the Waukee 40-yard line. The cost of not having that long stamper right there, you got to believe in a normal game. We talked about in pregame, though, Waukee's got nothing to lose, fourth and short, no long stamper, go for it. I was surprised Hawk didn't take the short receiver on that one because it looked like he was a little bit open, but good defense there for the Maroons as they forced him to run and overthrow his receiver downfield. They sure did. Let's go down to John Scheider on the Dowling sideline. This Dowling's offense lines up at the Waukee 40. Johnny? Yeah, you credit that hurry throw by Carson Hagen. Uh, he was he was like shot out of a cannon at, at, at quarterback Hawk there and ma- made him throw the ball deeper, like Coach mentioned, than what he wanted to. And, and even he had a chance to run there for a second, but, but Carson Hagen closed quick and was able to shut that play down. All right, Dowling with a first down at the Waukee 40. Smolik in at quarterback, and the tailback is Townsend. Adam gets the carry down the near sideline and finally steps out of bounds at the Waukee 20-yard line. That's a pickup of 20 there, Matt. Nice run by Adam. He just comes in. Whenever he gets in there, he makes things happen. Quick and, feet. Uh, He's quick got the feet. quickest feet, he does. And uh, he got down the side. They closed it off there, and he was able to tiptoe down the line of scrimmage for a big gain for the Maroons. All right, gain of 20. It's 10 Dowling from the Waukee. 20-yard line. Smolik at quarterback, and now they'll do a check with me. Carson Brown, receiver on the right side. And Cooper Nicholson split out wide left for Dowling Catholic. Two tight ends. Here's the snap. And the give is, or a fake to uh, Townsend. They give it to the pass that goes to Winchett on the near side. The tight end with the uh, first down pickup, or at least near first down. See where they spot him out of bounds. Winchett, another big catch in this first half. Another big catch for Winchett. You're right, and, and a great play fake on that as they had Townsend going to the left side, to the wide side of the field, and then Smolik keeps it, turns back to the short side and finds Winchett out there in the flats. Tackle made by uh, Ben Kamar, Kamara for the Warriors. And we've got a penalty flag I apparently thrown. I just uh, saw the player walk by it. It's against Dowling. That'll wipe the whole thing out. Johnny, you're on the sideline. What uh, would you come up with there? I think they got Jalen Thompson for holding there at the end, end Mark, because the play was ran right where he was at, and he was trying to do a quick out there at the last minute to give Winget uh, some room there. So he got caught with the hands outside the 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 the, what you, the chest area of the defender. That's where he get called for holding every time. All right, so holding on Dowling. It's on the room tight end. Backs Dowling up. Thank you, John, for that report and that update. All the way back to the Waukee 27. First and 17, Maroons. 8-15 remaining second quarter, Dowling 10-0. And Maroons threatening to get back into the Bozen the Flores red zone. Smolik at quarterback, pistol formation. Townsend the tailback, gets the handoff right over center, bursts through the 20, and dragging tacklers inside the 15, and finally down at the 14-yard line. What a run by Adam Townsend this time, right up the gut, Matt. Yeah, just quick. Quick through the line of scrimmage. And uh, he hit head-on. It looked like uh, number 
if I got this right, I believe it was Lucas Struck, and uh, hit him in the, in the secondary there and, and didn't stop and just kept going. Nice big game, getting the yardage back. Second down and four for Dowling on the walkie 14. Here's a snap. And they give to Townsend. Big hole on the left side, inside the five, reaching for the goal line. They're going to spot him down at the two-yard line. Again, at 12 for Adam Townsend. And, boy, that looked like the C parted between the left guard and left tackle, uh, Kyle Walker's Cade Batterton, and, of course, uh, the center badge Stas. Yeah, and the, and the Maroons are going quick here as they are not allowing the defense to switch. Give to Townsend up the middle, and does he get in? Touchdown, Dowling. Official signal touchdown. The Maroons score from the two-yard line and increase their lead to 16 to nothing. 7:20 remaining here in the second quarter, and it's all Adam Townsend. That all time. Adam Townsend. That play before, you and I could have ran through that hole. Well, now we, would, we, we wouldn't have got to the two-yard line probably, but that was a big hole, and uh, that line just just blew them apart. And a nice, nice drive for the Maroon offense. Five plays, 40 yards on the Maroon. Uh, touchdown, Diego Leone in for the extra point. And it's good. It's Dowling 17, Waukee nothing, 721 remaining here in the second quarter from Waukee Stadium along with Matt Mainring and John Scheidel. I'm Mark Amadale. It's Dowling 17, Waukee nothing, back in one minute here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. It's the Iowa Catholic Radio Pro-Life Diaper Drive. October is the month dedicated to pro-life, and Iowa Catholic Radio is celebrating all month long as we will be accepting your donations of new diapers at the new Iowa Catholic Radio Network studio location, 1355 50th Street, Suite 500 in West Des Moines, next to Intervisions Healthcare. Diapers of all sizes are appreciated. Be part of the Iowa Catholic Radio Pro-Life Diaper Drive during the month of October, supporting Intervisions Healthcare. It can be easy to forget about the dignity of another when we disagree with their ideas or actions. We start to focus on the things that make us different, and the thoughts start to divide us. Before we reach the conclusion of those thoughts, we must pause and remind ourselves that person, with a different idea or lifestyle, has great dignity. The next time you find yourself ready to go toe-to-toe with someone, remember that they have dignity and deserve respect, even when we disagree. And we're back here at Waukee High School alongside Matt Mandering, Mark Amadale, Diego Leon kicking off. And it's a high end over end kick, and it'll be fielded at the five yard line by the Warriors. And that is Hoskinson, and he's finally hit and drop right near the 20 yard line. That's where Waukee were stopped. And before we go down to John Chido, Matt, you've got a couple score updates. A couple scores of note. Johnston's up on eight, 16 to nothing in the second quarter. Valley's up on Roosevelt, 21 nothing. And uh, Waukee Northwest leads Urbandale 7-3 to in the second quarter as well. Ankeny is blowing out Lincoln, and uh, Southeast Polk is having 28 nothing over Jefferson. All right. Thank you, Matt. Let's go down to John Shido for an update. Johnny? Well, with Adam Townsend at the running back position there, uh, Mark and Matt, uh, you, you see a little bit more quickness and hitting that hole a little bit a little bit quicker, it, more straight, straight, straight north and south running. It doesn't allow for that backside linebacker shooting the gap to be able to get there because Adam hits the the hole so quick. Yeah, he does, and we saw that it was very evident. He has quick feet, and uh, that's that's evident. And now Waukee on first down from their own 21-yard line. Give it to the tailback. See if that's Eddie back in there, Matt or not. But uh, or at least Coach Baker went down to uh, his depth chart. Yeah, you know, it is it is Eddie in there yet. And uh, going back to Townsend, you know the, the three-back rotation for someone like Townsend too, who's playing both ways. 
coming in every third series and being able to get that explosiveness is a big advantage for the Maroons. All right, gain of two for Eddie, second down. Back to throw Hauk, and the ball is tipped and incomplete. Tried to hit uh, Ray Hall as the pass went down right to left down the line of scrimmage, and it was tipped in the backfield by a Dowling defender. Man. Yeah, couldn't tell, and maybe Johnny got a look at it, but I think it was either Carson Hagen or it was uh, or it was Pettis. Um, but we also have um, Chase Patton in there, too, right now, and it might have been him, actually, as I look at this, that might have been able to get that. All right, it'll bring up. Third and eight for Waukee. Of course, Dowling scoring in the Bows and the Flores red zone in their last possession. 515-244 Rose. That's 244-7673. Boza makes a moment mean more. Back to throw. Hulk. Now he's going to keep the football. He's got some running room. First down and more across the 40 and finally tackled from behind as he crosses the 40 up to the 43-yard line. A 20-yard gain on third and long. Third and long, and Adam Townsend finally brings him down, but Hauk made uh, a great fake in the backfield, and everyone's looking at Eddie run to the other side, and he kind of stood there and delayed his, his release and took off and had a big gap off the right side and, and turned it into a nice play. Well-executed play, and Hauk, the Milwaukee quarterback, picks up 19 yards in the first down. Give to Eddie, and he's stacked up the line of scrimmage. May have lost a yard. They're going to spot him back to the 41-yard line. And boy, a lot of white shirts. Dowling wearing their visiting white Shirts, maroon pants, and maroon numbers, and white helmets with the maroon D, and they were in that backfield. They were in that backfield. I couldn't tell who had them around the legs and the bottom, but Pettis came up and finished him on the top side and and uh, for a loss of a yard. We'll bring up second down 11 for Waukee. Game clock at 5 minutes, 45 seconds remaining here in the second quarter. Dowling 17, Waukee nothing here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Here's how back to throw, looks left. The ball is tipped and nearly intercepted by the Maroons. Nearly having a pick six was Noah Seamer. That ball might have been deflected before it got to Noah. Yeah, I believe it was Townsend in the backfield. Uh, Townsend got back there and and hit him just as he released it and uh, created an opportunity there for almost nearly the pick six for Seamer. Noah's eyes probably got really big that time. All right, it'll bring up. Third and 11 for Waukee. Last time they had a third and 11, Hawk ran for 19. Back to throw is Hawk. Sets up in the pocket, fires right, pass is caught. And breaking the tackle and getting the ball to the 45-yard line is the receiver on that far sideline. Shy of the first down will bring up fourth down, but a nice effort by that young man, Ray Hall. Ray Hall, I mean, nice play, trying to keep things moving. You know, and here's the thing when you don't have this long snapper and, and Waukee's coming out, might be going for it every time on fourth down. We don't know if it's going to be a quick kick, but it changes you mentally. On third down, well, if we get four yards, that's sure. it, you know, now you're really looking at four plays to get 10 yards. And we've seen how kick the football. He will punt it, and he lines up in the shotgun. One receiver right, one to the left, tight end on the right side, and now penalty flag down, and we may have – we have offside on Waukee is what we're thinking here as referee faces Jeez. the crowd on the other side. We'll have to pick this up. Yeah, it's offside, offside. Waukee. Yeah, I, it looks like the split end on this side was lined up offsides. So the penalty against Waukee will back him up. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic, construction professionals, dental associates, and the, good, the fine folks at Kemen. Just under five minutes remaining here in the second quarter. Dowling leading 17-0 and now fourth and 11 for Waukee back at their own 41. And the Hauk, the quarterback, will punt it away. And Nicholson lets it get inside the 10. Now back to the seven. Cooper has it down the far sideline, and he's finally wrestled out of bounds inside the 15-yard line. 
Cooper trying to play shortstop down there, yeah, and he, he had was. to go track it down. He finally did. Otherwise, it would have been down inside the five. He got a great bounce on that, didn't he, Mark? Yes, he did. Nice punt by the walkie quarterback turned punter, Blake Houck. First down, Dowling, and the ball will be at the 13-yard line. Let's go down to the Dowling sideline, and that is where John Chido is right in front of us tonight. Yeah, that was a great kick there, too, and you don't really have much time to get that ball off because you're not back far enough, and that's a tough kick to field because it's so low. It's kind of in between the, that light, and, and it's hard to pick up there for the uh, the return person for, for Dallin Catholic. Yeah, no question. And uh, Cooper now puts the ball to the 13-yard line. That's for Dowling. We'll have it first and 10, and now the officials come in again, and they're saying walkie is offside. Three receivers to the right. And was it one to the left for Dowling? Let's yeah. see. Leave you right, Mark. And an offside walkie. Once on offense and now on defense. Drive started back at the 13. Dowling now would be a first and five. Dowling at their own 18-yard line. Let's see. There's one tight end. He's on the left side. That's Winget. Three receivers to the right. Dowling going left to right. South to north here at Waukee. And here is... Smolik back to throw, fires it out, caught by Cooper Nicholson at the 25 and carries tacklers up to the 28-yard line. That's a pickup of 10, and it's near a first down. They're going to give it to him. Here's the first down. Dangerous throw there for Smolik because Hoskinson was kind of disguising his coverage a little bit and creeped up in on that trips formation, and, you know, the pass went to the inside guy, and Hoskinson was right there. Here's Smolik back to throw, fires it out again, pass thrown behind. Cooper Nicholson, but he made the catch right about the 33-yard line, so a pickup of five. Quick play is, you know, 420 left in the in the um, quarter, 17-0. Dowling's looking, trying to speed things up a little bit, get a little tempo going as they try to r- move the ball the length of the field. All right, Winget remains the tight end. He's on the right side of the formation. They'll split out Cooper Nicholson and uh, Carson Brown to the left. Smolik at quarterback, play action, fires it out. The pass is caught. Nice catch that time by Winget, the tight end again. Drew has had this. That's his third catch unofficially tonight, up to the 38-yard line, gain of five, and a first down Dowling. Nice play there. They they run the split end off, and Winget goes into the flats underneath it, and he's wide open in the flats. Uh, nice throw from Smolik. Good read by him and getting the ball to Winget for the first down. Three minutes, 40 seconds remaining here in the second quarter. 17-0 Dowling. Maroons advancing the ball deep in their own territory, from their own territory, back to 13. Five receivers, three left, two right. Back to throw a Smolik. Now on his feet, wants to run, angling towards the far sideline at midfield. He finally ran out of bounds. Nice job by Jackson Smolik as he gets across midfield. And they're going to spot him out of bounds just shy of midfield, it looks like, Matt. Again, 12. Yeah, he was out there directed traffic like he's going to throw the ball, and then he just keeps it up there a little bit, freezes the <laughs> defender, and is able to – Scamper down the sidelines for a, a nice gain. Put the ball down at the 49 of Dowling, so a gain of 11 for Jackson Smolik. That might be his longest run of the year. Yeah, It's a first down at Maroons with uh, 324 on the game clock. Clock is stopped as Smolik went out of bounds. Here's Smolik back to throw. First and 10 from his own 49. Fires the ball downfield. Carson Brown wide open at the 5. Touchdown. Caught it at the 5-yard line. Unabated. And walks into the end zone where they've tackled him late. Touchdown Dowling from 51 yeah, yards Smolik, out. Smolik was winding up and his eyes got pretty big because he saw Carson Brown clear the secondary. And uh, Carson had about seven yards and everybody. And Smolik threw it far enough, got to him, and uh, nice, easy 
run into the end zone for Carson. Hey, John Chada, you were right there. Could he be any more wide open? Somebody bit bit the wrong place on defense. Well, I was talking with with, with uh, Coach Zachary down here, and, and we were talking. He was talking about they're setting that play up uh, with that short yardage, short yardage out of that formation, and they ran that combo route to Carson Brown with no free safety in the field, and that that's tough to to defend, especially when Dowling set that play up so well. Yes, they did. Carson Brown. 51-yard touchdown reception from quarterback Jackson Smolik, and Diego Leon kicks the extra point. It's Dowling now leading 24-0 with 3.15 remaining here in the second quarter from Waukee Stadium back in one minute here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Thank you, Ashworth Vision Clinic, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365 on Iowa Catholic Radio. Ashworth Vision Clinic online at ashworthvision.com. Ashworth Vision Clinic, 515-440-4610. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742. Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Kemen.com. Thank you, Kemen, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Hey, we're back here at Waukee Stadium alongside Matt Maynard. I'm Mark Amadil. Leon now kicking off again. It's a short kick. It's going to be booted at the 25-yard line and nicely done by uh, Tate Garrigan, who bobbled it initially, and he fell down at the 25. That's where Waukee will start first and 10. But, John Chido, how about this drive for the Maroons? Five plays, 87 yards, 51-yard touchdown pass from Jackson Smolik to Drew Winget, but or to uh, Carson Brown, but... How about those passes to Winchett uh, and uh, Nicholson uh, coming out of the uh, deep in their own territory, Johnny? Yeah, and Dally's been using that two tight end set, and they're offsetting Winchett and freeing him up so he doesn't get checked up at the line. And it kind of looks like more of a run formation, but it's an RPO. You're reading a linebacker, and you got one-on-one with uh, the extra tight end. And, and, and Schmolik, credit him, he's been reading it well and making some nice short passes. And that opens up the long passing game and was able to hit uh, Carson Brown. It certainly does. And now Hauk back to throw, and he's going to be leveled again. Sacked in the backfield. Pettis gets him again. Back to the 15-yard line. That's the second time uh, Jalen Pettis has been in that backfield, Matt. Yeah, they, you know, he was able to get back there. And is that is that Rumley? I, I can't see the other one uh, that got through there was uh, and made a play early for the Maroons was – well, that was Kai Woods. Kai Woods got through the line of scrimmage and was able to um, be the first disruptor there, and then Pettis got through it and finished him off. So a five-yard loss on the play for Waukee. It'll bring up second and 21. Hauk on the read option, and he gives it to the tailback, and he tries to uh, slip out of a tackle, but Eddie is finally wrapped up at about the uh, 15-yard line, a timeout called by Dowling. We'll keep it here, 223 remaining, and they move Eddie I'm going to say you got up to maybe the original line of scrimmage or so. It'll bring up third and 21. We'll keep it here. Mark Amadale, Matt Mandarin, John Chidel coming up at halftime. We'll visit with uh, the brand-new head boys basketball coach at uh, Dowling Catholic High School, Clay Thielking, 
caught up with him yesterday, and uh, he's an Urbandale guy. Didn't grow up too far from where I live, but uh, <laughs> made his way out to Colorado, did some coaching out there, yeah. came back, was the assistant coach at Urbandale last year, head coach at Dallin, taking over for the one and only Mr. Michael Connor. Yeah, it, Clay has been a great addition to our teaching staff, outstanding guy, and a, a solid quality uh, person for our kids, and and uh, it's been fun to get to know him and and uh, see his calm demeanor in the classroom. Business teacher, and uh, so he's teaching accounting and those kinds of things. Great guy, and so I look forward to seeing he his uh, flavor into our basketball program. Sure, practice will begin here in a few weeks as Dowling using its first time out. So both. Waukee and Dowling have uh, two timeouts each remaining, 223 remaining here in the half, 24-0 Dowling. Hauk back to throw, and the Waukee quarterback scrambling and now dragged down from behind by the Maroons. And they'll move it back, uh, let's say he got up to the 19-yard line, they'll give him a gain of one. Give him a gain of one. Chase Patton was able to get him from behind there as he stepped up into the pocket, and Chase, as the pocket was crumbling, Chase finished it off, got the sack, and uh, Dowling will burn it yes they took a time out here and uh stop the clock and away we go all right want to thank northwest bank skeptics formal wear our fine friends at the catholic tuition organization and mercy one for supporting our broadcast let's go down to the dowling sideline that is where john chido is at and johnny uh give us an update Uh, maroon's putting pressure in the backfield especially when hauk the walkie quarterback wants to throw yeah, and, and Dowling is sending a lot of blitzes from the inside, and they're doing a lot of stemming on the defensive line, which means a movement up up front on the D-line. It allows those linebackers uh, to, to come freely. And it's tough for an offensive line to pick it up, especially when we have, to have different types of mute, movement because you have to be in communication and be able to pick up those different blitzes. And it's just a matter of time before you think Waukee would throw some one of those screen passes or something like that to slow this defense down a little bit. So I, I would suspect to see that coming. All right. Thank you, John, for that update. Uh, 217 remaining here in the first half. Dialing down to the one timeout. It'll bring up fourth and 17 for Waukee. They're, they, they're actually in punt formation. Th- yeah, well, they got their, uh, I think it's it's uh, Brennan Matthews, one of their uh, tackle, their left, starting left tackles or punter. Matthews gets a snap and he gets the punt away. And he trips over a Dowling player. They wave it off. Yeah. And the punt will roll out of bounds inside the 50. And Dowling will have it about the 41-yard line, they say, it went out of bounds. So that's where the Maroons will start. First and 10 from the Waukee 41-yard line with 208 remaining here in the first half. And uh, Matt Maynard, I was kind of going through my notes. There's this thing called the pancake breakfast going on this Sunday back at the Iowa State Fairgrounds, yeah. Buried It'll Industries building. Fun. You and well, is Lisa going to be able to? Yeah, assist? Lisa's going to give it a shot. Boot, yeah, boot, boot and all, boot and all <laughs> on a scooter. We're going to oh my goodness, sit there and, and make sure I don't burn any pancakes. And uh, folks, there'll be a tip jar there too. So, because <laughs> uh, Matt's wife, uh, Lisa, Achilles uh, surgery, that's never fun. And here's Smolik on first down, fires out, and it's in and out of the hands of Bliss. Oh, he had a chance with the catch, and uh, Andrew Bliss. Let it go off his helmet, deflects off of that incomplete at the 10-yard line. It'll bring up second and 10 Dowling. Go ahead, Matt. Made a nice adjustment to the ball in the air and got his hands on it for a second and uh, just couldn't quite gather it in. It would have been a tough catch, and Smolik laid it right out there for him as the Maroons take a shot on first down. So it'll bring up second and 10 Dowling. The line of scrimmage is a walkie 41, Dowling 24, walkie nothing. 
2.02 remaining here in the half. Smolik now in the backfield, or rather uh, back to throw is Smolik. The pass is in and out of the hands of the intended receiver, and that was uh, Bo Gamble. They're going to rule it incomplete. Had it momentarily, and then it was knocked away as Middleton was in the backfield, and a nice play action fake that time by Jackson Smolik. Yeah. Brings up third and ten, Matt. Peyton Betts, uh, one of the leading tacklers for the Waukee defense, come up and put a good hit, separated the ball uh, out of his hands, and uh, created the incompletion. All right, here's that five-wide receiver set. Mikey McClain, slot receiver on the left of the formation. Carson Brown, wide left, three receivers to the right. Smolik looks right, fires out, and it's caught. Cooper Nicholson in, in uh, territory <laughs> gets into open territory at the 25-yard <laughs> line and finally brought down. After oh, a 16-yard game. It was an ankle breaker oh right there. He, he put a spin move on the, the walkie defender and it just spun him around and, and gained five more yards uh, for the Bruins. Great play by Cooper Nicholson. 16-yard gain. First down, Dowling at the walkie 25. Back to throw Smolik. Looks right, finds it out. Uh, fires it out. Caught by Gamble. Bow inside move. Gets it inside the 15 and brought down around the 14-yard line to pick up a nine. Bo playing a bigger role tonight. You know, as Cooper Nicholson has had a couple big nights over the last three weeks, and he's gaining a lot more attention. Carson Brown, the other side, is opening things up for Bo Gamble as he was the outside receiver on that one. Give him a gain at 12. Smolik hooked up with Gamble. First and 10 Dowling from the 13-yard line of Waukee. Here's Smolik back to throw. He has five receivers rolling, rolling, fires fires to the near sideline. Pass incomplete. It was caught, but caught out of bounds as... One foot was in, yeah. or one foot was uh, landed, but it landed out of bounds, and that was bliss on the catch. He was trying to tiptoe and dance. He made the catch and trying to tiptoe that foot in. With a minute and 11 left, uh, Downs got plenty of time on the incompletion to, to do whatever they want down here. They can get a first down because uh, the ball is on the 11 yard or 12 yard line, 13. Right. 13. So second and 10, Dowling on the walkie, 13. 24-0 Maroons. Smolik back to throw. Throws it over the middle. The pass is caught. Touchdown, Dowling and Cooper Nicholson from 13 yards out. Again, they spread him out, and it's a matter of who the quarterback, in this case Smolik, wants to pick out of the lineup, and that time Nicholson with the catch for the touchdown. They get that in that spread formation when they're going cover two, and, and he gets inside the one safety, and, and Smolik is just putting that ball in the right spot every time, and uh, Teams can't defend it right now, and and uh, so they have to put an extra guy over the top if they're going to take that away. All right, Cataldo in the holes. Hagen with the snap, and the extra point by Diego Leon is good. And the Maroons now increase their lead to 31-0 over Waukee with 67 seconds remaining here in the first half. Back in one minute here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercyone.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Davenport, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by CTO. What great news for donors to the Catholic Tuition Organization. You now receive 75%. Yes, 75% of your donation back in Iowa tax credits beginning January 1st of this year. Your support has helped thousands of students attend our Catholic schools. Best gift ever. Online, ctoiowa.org. At CTO, the bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. 
Six plays, 41 yards on that last Dowling touchdown drive, capped off by Cooper Nicholson, 13-yard touchdown reception. From quarterback Jackson Smolik, that's his second touchdown of the night. Backup quarterback Dante Cataldo has ran for one, and uh, Adam Townsend has ran for one for the Maroons, and Diego Leon with a 26-yard field goal. Here's a kick by Leon, and it's fielded at the uh, 10-yard line, and Russell down at the 20 is one of the upbacks on the return for Waukee. And uh, that's where Waukee will start with Dalton Base on the returns. Let's go down to the Dowling sideline. The Maroons leading 31 nothing. 62 seconds remaining in the half. And, uh, John, I can't wait to hear your questions for uh, Coach, Nick, uh, Coach uh, Wilson at halftime. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to mention uh, the, 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 the tempo of the offense and Jackson Smolik finding his groove. And, and then you have Don DiCatello to throw in there a mix. And then you have... Adam Townsend at a running back, Cam Middleton, and then uh, uh, Phillips. I mean, there's just so many weapons. Carson Brown offensively, and then the defense with the, the quickness on the outside with Pettis and, and Mata, Owen Weber, and then the big guys inside with Hagan. It's just it's just uh, been a great night for Dowling football. Yeah, I'm looking for my spotter, John. Is he walking with you? Uh, he walked in late, of course. Of course. All right. Here's how good <laughs> keep it the football for Waukee. Walkie from their own 21-yard line, and Blake Howe keeps the football. Nobody open. Gets it up across the 25, Matt, near the 27-yard line, a gain of six. Noah Seamer on the stop for the Maroons, and, and as Walkie goes up-tempo here. All right, here is Howe with the football. Runs to his left, and now hit and drop. And I'll tell you what, Townsend came in there and nearly leveled him at the 35-yard line, but not before he picked up the first down. Townsend came in and just about, yeah, he, he got him a little high, and and uh, it was it was almost a, a big collision, a yeah. bad collision. Nine-yard run for Hauk. Here's a low snap. Hauk picks it up. Now he's hit and driven down again by Pettis. They can't stop him as uh, big number 74 for Waukee, Will Stoby, the right tackle, said, hey, I can't stop 55. Yeah, 55 is, he came off the edge, Pettis, and just a bullet. And then you got Hagen. You know, you put Hagen and Pettis on the same side, and that's a challenge. So another sack, a loss of seven. Did Waukee call that timeout? Must have. There's one left on each side of the scoreboard. Oh, maybe Dowling did. 16 seconds remaining here in the half. And, yeah, I believe Dowling may have called the timeout. We'll see. Many of the, I got a couple scores here. Many of the scores tonight are... Lopsided Southeast Polk over Cedar Rapids Jefferson 42 0, Ankeny over Des Moines Lincoln 28 0. All these scores in the second quarter. The only there's two games that are tight Waukee Northwest and an upset potentially uh, over Urbandale 10 3 in the first half. And uh, Valley's up on Roosevelt 28 0, and Ankeny Centennial's up on Des Moines East 35 0. Johnston, uh, who the talk is that they may sneak in sure. if they win tonight over Ames is up 16 to 0. And all those playoff determinations, folks, will be done tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. They'll release them. Back to throw Hauk on second and 17. The ball might have been tipped, but it's incomplete. It goes out of bounds on the Waukee sideline across from us on the west sideline. Incomplete with 12 seconds remaining. And I'll stop the clock, and it'll be third and 17 for the Waukee Warriors. The defensive line did a really good job there of getting their hands up and forcing Hauk to throw that ball a little bit farther, higher in the air. Owen Weber and uh, was in on that one as well, and now we have Matabrua in for Weber. Two receivers left, two to the right for Waukee, third and 17. Hawk looks left. He's hit as he throws it. It's caught by Kamara. That's Ben Kamara with the reception. He's finally out of bounds. He'll be shy of the first down with five seconds remaining. 
Five seconds remaining, fourth down, fourth and seven. So this should be the last play of the half. Milwaukee got the ball up to across the 35. They're going to call it the 38. So a gain of 10, but they needed more than that for the first down. And this will bring up fourth and seven, Milwaukee. And it looks like they're going to apparently go for it. How could uh, the shotgun back to pass? He can't punt it. It's a you lose Pettis. Now tries to wind up, and that'll do it. The half ends, and he did that on purpose so yeah. just to make sure the clock was at zeros. And we go to halftime with Dowling leading 31-0, the sack to Pettis and company. How about that? Yeah, man? that sounds good. Pettis. Hike hey, is back there. Yeah, Hike is back there, too. And, and uh, yeah, Hauk did the right thing and just sat down took the knee. All right, Dowling leading at half, 31-0. A couple touchdown passes from Jackson Smolik to Carson Brown of 51 yards. Cooper Nicholson at 13 yards. Let's go down to John Chido with head coach Tom Wilson. Well, coach, a lot of guys involved in the first half. There's so many weapons offensively and then defensively. A lot of guys getting involved as well. It's kind of a team effort. And Jackson Smolik is kind of coming in his own here, the, the second half of the Valley game and into this game. Uh, it, uh, it really has been. The kids have, have played very well now and, and uh, with a lot of confidence. And Jackson, I don't know if he's made a bad read yet. Are you going to see a lot of guys uh, get in the, the second half of the ball game? Absolutely. Thank you, Coach. All right, John Chida with head coach Tom Wilson as Dowling Catholic leading here, Matt, at halftime. 31 nothing. as I, I mentioned. Uh, Jackson Smolik, a pair of touchdown passes, uh, one to Carson Brown, one to Cooper Nicholson. Dante Cataldo came in and finished the drive after Smolik started it, and uh, he ran it in from 10 yards out in the first quarter. Diego Leon, perfect on the year, perfect on the season, a 26-yard field goal. And then uh, Adam Townsend, the third running back, uh, scoring from two yards out on a uh, five-play 40-yard drive. Now look at these drives, Matt, 52 yards, 65, 40, and 41 yards. So, what, four of the five drives, they had pretty short fields due to the not, not being able to punt the football for Waukee. Not having confidence in your punt game just puts you in a hole, and, and uh, that is really a, a big deal and allowing the, the Dowling offense to work at these short fields. The, uh, you know, the tempo of the game has been really good for the offense, and, and uh, this team, which we didn't know, you know, watching early on the first couple games, what's this team, what are they going to hang their hat on? Sure. And all of a sudden, this is becoming a well-rounded outfit, and, you know, it's got a strong special teams play. The, you know, Diego Leon does a great job kicking the football. Um, just it's becoming a complete team at the right time of the year. After a tough start, one and three start. The Maroons have won four in a row, and they're on their way to win number five. Let's take a look at the halftime statistics. Jared Seifert, who's just down the press box from us. We don't have our own departments over here like we had in the Valley and some other places. He walked it right down. I I appreciate Jared. He's one of your outstanding He can't hide from us. No, we, no. So we could see them all. I was just <laughs> kind of wondering what some of them are doing right now, but that's that's yeah. another thing. Where's Roaring? That's what I want to know. I know. Roaring, he's, he's hiding down there. These baseball guys, and Seifert's one of them, too. You they, never know. Yeah, they're going to be inside when they have to. <laughs> that's exactly right. First downs. Well, let's take a look. Total offense for Dowling in the first half, 288 yards of total offense. Waukee with just 72 yards of total offense. 188 yards in the air for Dowling, 100 yards in the ground. For Waukee, 39 yards in the air and 33 yards on the ground. Dowling penalized once for 15 yards and Waukee two penalties for 10 yards. Dowling with 16 first downs, Waukee with five. Jackson Smolik, 14 out of 18 passing, 
181 yards and two touchdowns, no interceptions. And as Coach Wilson just said, Matt, hadn't made a bad read yet. Yeah, it's a good half of football. Dante Cataldo, one for one passing, seven yards in the first half for Waukee. Uh, their quarterback, Lake Haugen, four out of nine passing, 39 yards, no touchdowns, and no interceptions. Leading ground gainer for Dowling, we'll start with Adam Townsend. Four, his only drive of the, the night resulted in a touchdown. Four carries, 47 yards, and a touchdown for Townsend. Cataldo, two carries, 15 yards, and a touchdown. C.J. Phillip, four carries for 15 yards. Cam Middleton, four carries for 12 yards. And Slick, one carry for 11 yards. For Waukee, their leading ground gator is their quarterback, uh, Blake Houck, seven carries, or rather 11 carries, 18 yards. Uh, Nile Eddy, their starting tailback, nine carries for 17 yards. And Tariq Alley, one carry for negative two yards on the end around. Leading receiver for Dowling, Cooper Nicholson, five catches, 52 yards, and a touchdown. Here in the first half, Carson Brown, one catch, 51 yards and a touchdown. Bo Gamble, three catches for 39 yards. Jalen Thompson, one catch for 22 yards. Drew Winget, three catches for 21 yards for the other Dowling tight end. And Cam Middleton, one catch for three yards. Bliss uh, was thrown at once and for no yards. And for Waukee, their leading receiver is Ben Kamara, two catches for 21 yards. And Ray Hall. Two catches for 18 yards. But again, it's been all Dowling. They lead it 31 nothing here at the half with 288 yards of total offense. Waukee with 72 yards. Along with Matt Maynard, I'm Mark Amadale, John Chido on the Dowling sideline. We'll take a break. We'll come back with uh, an interview I had earlier this week with the brand new Dowling Catholic head boys basketball coach. We look forward to working with him throughout the year. And that's Clay, Clay Philking. We'll catch up with Coach Phil Philking after this timeout here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Listen to Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris Magruder Thursday mornings at 9 on Iowa Catholic Radio and on demand at iowacatholicradio.com and the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Northwest Bank. Commitment you can bank on. Northwest Bank is a community bank serving Iowa and Nebraska. NW.BANK. Thank you, Northwest Bank, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment. Whether it's in the classroom or at home, Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools. Listener-supported Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM KWKY, Des Moines, 94.5 FM K233BT, Des Moines, 88.5 FM KIHS, Adel, 90.9 FM KLOX, Creston. Hey, welcome back to halftime here at uh, Waukee Stadium. Dowling Catholic leading Waukee 31-0 as uh, the halftime Entertainment is the uh, Waukee Marching Band. But earlier this week, I had a, this is Mark Amadil, and along with Matt Mandring and John Chida, we're going to bring you the second half. But earlier this week, I caught up with Clay Thielking. He's the first-year head boys basketball coach at Dowling Catholic, replacing Michael Connor, who is now the, remains the assistant athletic director at Dowling. And uh, here is the conversation I had with uh, Coach Thielking earlier this week. And welcome back to halftime. Mark Amadil now joined by the brand new head boys basketball coach here at Dowling Catholic High School, Clay Thielking. And 
Coach, thanks for joining us. Welcome to Dowling Catholic High School. Not a, not a far uh, venture for you to go compared to last year uh, from Urbandale. No, no, just a quick trip, a uh, quick trip over here. So I appreciate you having me. Well, it's not your first uh, head coaching job. You had a, you went out west and uh, uh, coached at uh, Columbine High School in Colorado. But uh, you had some pretty good lineage. I mean, anybody that plays for Coach uh, Brad Bjorkman at Urbandale back in the day, and also uh, going to Grandview and uh, and playing there and coaching for one of the better coaches around, uh, you've had pretty good lineage in your career. Yeah, really fortunate. Coach Bjorkman obviously had a, a huge impact on me and as somebody that I, I'm still close with today. Um, and I would say that's probably the springboard to, to how I ended up as a, as a teacher and a coach, just that relationship. And um, he's somebody that I, I certainly emulate in, in everything that I do. Well, it's got to be a challenge this year at Dowling. First of all, the Maroons graduated 10 of their 15 that they had dressed last year, 10 seniors. You don't see that too many too many programs. But Coach Michael Connor still here at Dowling, assistant AD. I know uh, between him and his staff have kind of nurtured you along. But uh, this could be a new-look Maroons because nobody from the top eight are returning, and you're going to have a new-look uh, lineup for Dowling in the 2021-22 year. Yeah, a lot of fresh faces. Um, I was looking at the stats yesterday, and I think we returned 25 points total. Not 25 points a game, but 25 points uh, total. So that's like 1.2 points per game. But um, it's exciting. You know, a lot of new faces, uh, a lot of a lot of opportunities for these kids to step into varsity roles. Um, yeah, and so we're excited. You know, um, it's going to look different. It's going to look different, you know, losing that many seniors and, and lost a lot of height along with that. But um, but we'll be okay. We'll be okay. The kids will answer the challenge, I'm sure. Once again, visiting with Clay, Clay Thielking, the brand-new boys basketball coach here at Dowling Catholic High uh, And, Coach, you're going to start here this uh, later on this fall, and you mentioned uh, returning. Well, what about height? Because that's a problem. You got a lot of guards on with returning, but I don't know what uh, Coach Kenny has left you uh, from the sophomore team last year. But height's going to be a problem, especially in the CIML. Yeah, it is. Um, we won't have much of it, and we're okay with that. You know, we started to implement some things this summer, um, both you know mo- more offensively that allow us to spread the floor a little bit and play some small ball. Um, you know, really not a traditional post up player. Um, but, but, you know, it's okay. There are ways that you can make up for that. And there are ways that can make you harder to guard because of that reason. So those are things we'll take pride in and work on, but, um, it'll be night and day from, from, from what you've seen, uh, you know, in these recent years with these Dowling teams, but, um, we're up for the challenge. Well, I know with coach O'Connor, they, they play the whole court. You've seen film on them and, uh, and Mike's still here. Uh, to help with that, but obviously when you, you have a program turnover like that, uh, a lot of new faces. And, you know, you start the season on the road at Marshalltown. We'll have your first home game here in Iowa Catholic Radio on Friday, December 3rd. You host Des Moines Roosevelt. So talk about the schedule. I think Coach O'Connor probably put that together. I see Council Bluffs Lincoln on there, and I made the trip over there last year. What a game that was to hand uh, Lincoln their first loss uh, to an Iowa team at that time. But uh, talk about the schedule. Yeah, it's brutal. You know, our you know our league's a beast. Um, and honestly, you know, I took a, a glance at the schedule, and and it's it's challenging to say the least. You know, but that's what we want. Um, we'll uh, we'll be we'll be ready. We'll be prepared to face those teams, and, and each one of those teams will present different challenges for us. But our focus will be on us and and getting better. You know, on a daily basis and and taking care of the things we can control. But um, yeah, there are no nights off, you know, with our schedule, and uh, we will certainly be tested. 
Well, Coach, uh, practice starts, uh, official practice starts here uh, in November. Talk about how many kids you may expect to try out and how many you're going to keep on the, on the roster. Because at Dowling, I know you do cut down, but it's cut down to, you know, 15, 17 kids. You can only dress 15 on a given varsity night. So somebody may be sharing a jersey if you go out uh, more than 15 out. Talk about that process. So, well, you know, we expect probably anywhere between 20 and 25 guys to try out for the varsity team. Um, and that's a good problem to have. You know, I think the more guys, the better. But you do have to, to cut down to – to a certain number and, and we're not sure where that number will be. We've been talking about that as a staff quite a bit recently, uh, but you're right. Anywhere between 15 and, and 17 guys probably is where we'll land. Um, you know, we're, we're hoping that we'll, we'll be waiting on some football guys. So that will change the, the dynamic of the tryout a little bit. Um, you know, assuming that, that, that these guys are still playing and, and going deep into the playoffs as usual. But um, it's hard. It's a part of the deal. You know, the trials are probably the, the toughest part for the, the coaching staff as far as as far as cuts, you know, are concerned. But um, an exciting time to to get started and, and get the season going. This is with Clay Thilking. He's the brand new boys basketball coach here at Dowling Catholic High School here at halftime. And, you know, coach, you, you took over. You came from Urbandale after you spent a stint out there in Colorado. Uh, coached last year at Urbandale with Coach Smiths, and then you got the job here, and uh, you've been, you know, barnstorming here. I mean, open gyms and that, getting to know the kids, them getting to know you. Uh, I don't know how to compare and contrast you and OC because I just know OC and not, not seeing you. But talk about that process and, and meeting the kids through the open gym. Yeah, it's, cra- it's crazy. It's been crazy really since everything happened in the spring. Um, you know, uh, met the kids right away. And we started our spring workouts uh, shortly, you know, after after I got the job. Um, it's been a lot. It's a relationship, uh, you know, job. And so I, I think my focus has been on getting to know these kids, you know, on and off the floor. OC has been huge. Uh, he's been s- just so helpful to me uh, without looking over my shoulder. You know, he, he stays out of the way. But if I need something, he's, he's right there to, to do whatever I need uh, him to do for me. Um, so that's been huge. Um, Coach Wilson, the same thing. Uh, Kristen Meyer on the girls' side has been a great uh, help to me to navigate my way through these early days. But, um, yeah, it comes at you fast, and then you throw on the youth camps, you know, on top of that stuff. And, um, you know, it's a lot A lot of the things that uh, people don't think about when they think about head coaching duties. But, but it's all good. I got a lot of these kids in classes and things of that nature. So we're settling in, and, and it's a great group of guys. All right, Coach Stilkin, i got to ask about your staff. I, I see some uh, remnants of OC staff. And that's not all bad. Might not be all good. That's just my opinion. But uh, uh, talk about uh, your varsity staff and the sophomore and head uh, uh, freshman coaches. Yeah, um, so varsity assistants will, will stay the same. Um, yeah, Nick Wagner and, and Jim Nahas will, will be helping me out. And uh, that's great. Those are great guys. They have their track record speaks for itself here. Um, and so that's a blessing for me to, to have those guys uh, willing to stay on board with me. Uh, freshman staff is the same. Coach O'Hare will be with those guys and, and Coach Drackman and Coach Hatherton. So I think that consistency will be good. Um, KO has been doing it forever, and, and that's that's huge for us. Uh, sophomore staff is new. Coach Ankeny has moved on. He's at Waukee now. Um, so Zach Nicholson will be our head sophomore coach. He's a, a sophomore football coach here and a PE teacher, so uh, he'll be tremendous. He's a good young coach. He's hungry, uh, knowledgeable, um, good relationships with the guys, uh, and he'll be assisted by Stevie Sarcone, 
who played for OC not not too long ago. So some uh, some familiar faces, some fresh blood. I think it's a good mix of the two. Well, Coach, I, I appreciate you taking time. And uh, first of all, welcome to Dowling. I know you've got family in Urbandale, and then you brought your uh, uh, your wife and uh, stepdaughter from uh, Colorado. So I uh, hope they. Uh, I don't know what the relationship was when Urbandale played Dally back in your day, but uh, hopefully the, the, we welcome to the home side of the uh, state of the stands this year. Great to be here. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. All right. Thank you, Coach. All right. Comments from Clay Thielking, the brand-new boys head basketball coach at Dowling Catholic High School. Here at halftime is Dowling leads Waukee 31-0 here at Waukee Stadium on a crisp night, 45 degrees at game time. And, Temperature is falling a little bit, Matt, but uh, uh, you said uh, Coach Clay was uh, in the building, you know, one of the business teachers, so it's yeah. good to hear from him. And uh, did, Does he know anything about tradition, traditionally boys' basketball, some of the team practices later because <laughs> of the football playoffs? And he yeah. kind of alluded that a little bit. In the- yeah, it, it is a thing to get used to because that <laughs> basketball season starts a little early or it's, there's about a two-week overlap. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I had to deal with it, you know, for a few times too and and uh it does put pressure on the kids and you, you want to give them a little bit of a break and uh you know the the thing about basketball is is you, you, it gives some other kids a chance to get some reps during practice and and things like that and you slowly work into things and, and in basketball you don't have to worry about every game doesn't matter quite as much in those early season games you know if you lose one here or there it's not a big deal and you gain your momentum, so you hit your sure. stride before Christmas. Sure. Well, we're glad to have Clay on the staff. Look forward to working with him. Yeah. And broadcaster, we're going to pick up about 15 of the 21 regular season games. And, of course, uh, Iowa Catholic Grader will pick up all the postseason for the girls and boys. We're going to have uh, Coach Meyer on here in the playoffs, so we'll catch up with her either live or on tape, but uh, whatever works for them. I want to thank some people here at Waukee High School. They have a brand-new athletic director, and he's got a name that's familiar with some of the Dowling folks, and especially on the basketball side. George Boyle used to be the assistant oh, yeah. boys coach with Coach O.C. back in the day when O.C. first started. Well, his son, Eric, who's a longtime girls basketball coach at Valley, he's now the athletic director here at Waukee. want to thank him for helping us get set up and also to his assistant, Beth Collins, back in the Waukee athletic office. Hey, you got you to gotta work with the opponents sometimes. Yeah. These people have been great to work with, as they have all year round, everywhere we've been, whether it's been in Iowa City, uh, with Ankeny, Southeast Polk, just uh, – uh, great to work with. We appreciate their help. We're going to take a break, come back with uh, some more comments, maybe get a few more score updates from uh, some teams that have playoff implications, uh, at least uh, on their horizons or possibly they're on the bubble. Right now it's Dowling leading Waukee 31 nothing at halftime. we got a few minutes before the second half kickoff. And, again, a shout-out to Fred Tiernan, recuperating home. Hope he gets over his uh, brief illness and him and his uh, lovely, wife, lovely wife, Fran, uh, I'm sure – uh, taking care of Fred, and uh, we miss him tonight. But things have run, well, probably a C minus to D plus yeah. with the stuff behind the scenes. Yeah. Because we don't want to say it's A plus. No. Because that would be giving credit to JR. We don't want to yeah, do that. Yeah, we want to be careful. Gearsdorf doesn't need that right now. Yeah. But, uh, Fred, I hope you're recuperating, and uh, the Maroons are trying to bring a win for you. But stay tuned for the post game show tonight, Fred. There might be something special there, so keep that in mind. Back, if, back with more from Waukee Stadium. Dowling 31, Waukee nothing at halftime on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. This is a Young Catholic Minute. Why do I have to go to confession? Whoa, when are you going to take all that garbage out? I don't have to, but... I don't want to go tell the garbage man about this. He's not a fiery furnace to burn away all my garbage. He's just a man. 
If we let the garbage of sin build up in our souls, life gets pretty disgusting. So it's good that Christ told his apostles, whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, whose sins you retain are retained. That way, Christ's forgiveness of sins won for us on Calvary comes to us even today through the successors of the apostles, Catholic priests. So when we go to confession, we gain the gift of humility by having to speak our sins aloud. Then we receive counsel, and finally, through the mercy of God, we hear the priest say the words that Christ has given him to speak in his name. I absolve you from your sins. Go in peace. And that is pretty cool. For more, go to youtube.com slash youngcatholic. And we're back here at Waukee Stadium as we're about ready to start the second half. Dowling leading 31-0 over Waukee. Mark Amadil alongside Matt Mandering, John Shido, and uh, Jeff Piggott back at the Iowa Catholic Radio Studios, our studio producer tonight. Let's go down to John Shido and get an update from the Dowling sideline. I know it's cold out there, John, but uh, the Maroons had a chance to go back to the warm locker rooms and we're going to we may see a lot of new faces, as you alluded to with Coach Wilson at halftime in the interview. We may see a lot of new faces here in the second half. Yeah, and that's a good thing. It, it keeps everybody healthy going into, you know, the biggest part of the season and uh, the, the, the playoffs. It kind of reminds me of, of getting back to the old Dowling football the year prior to COVID where, you are you know, those four or five games at the end of the season, you, you kind of find your groove, your identity. You, you start uh, rattling off five, six in a row like Dowling has done. And, uh, and getting guys healthy, and that's crucial. And being able to play guys at multiple positions to get them that uh, game speed experience. Yeah, no question about that. And uh, Matt, uh, I know you're looking through some scores, and they just cut the lights here. Those well, I, I got football yeah. coaches. Yeah, but, I know. Uh, hopefully, you can see. But uh, guess what? They scores from uh, uh, some of the games going on around Central Iowa. Yeah, again, we said earlier a lot of lopsided games tonight. Southeast Polk is over Cedar Rapids Jefferson, forty-eight zero. Most of these games are at the half now. Ankeny up on Lincoln, 35-0. Urbandale and Waukee Northwest, that's the game that's kind of interesting right now is Waukee Northwest is up on Urbandale 10-3. And, you know, with the, if an Urbandale were to happen to lose, that might adjust the RPI sure. or Dowling ends up in the in the slots. And uh, Bally's up on Roosevelt, 42-0. Johnston is leading Ames. The last score I had was 16-0. I believe Ames might have scored since then, but I got to – Going to check that and uh, Ankeny Centennial up on Des Moines, 42 6. All right, Matt, thanks for that update on the scores. Waukee will kick off here in the second half as Dowling will defend the south end zone. The Maroons will go on left to right or south to north. Dowling in their visiting white, yeah. white uniforms with maroon pants and white helmets. And here's the kickoff and fielded by Carson Brown at the three across the 15, 20, 25, and finally. Uh, Tied up right at the 25-yard line where he's finally tackled there as it'll be Dowling football to start the uh, second half here, Matt. Nolan Clemsrud, he made a, probably a saving, touchdown-saving tackle there. Carson only had one guy left to get him, and and uh, he tackled him at the at the 20, 26, 27, and, and a nice run back there for Carson. So the Dowling offense will take the uh, field for the first time here in the second half. The tailback will be Cam Middleton. Two receivers to the right, and the Maroons will go with two tight ends, and the give is to Cam, and he goes bolts between the center and the two guards and uh, gets across the 30, up to about the 33-yard line, pick up a six. Good strong run to start the second half there for Cam uh, up the middle there, and, and Ben 
Kamara made the stop for the uh, Warriors as uh, Dowling uh, starts with, with trying to establish that inside run game. Maroon's going with their starters at the offensive line, Rockers, Batterton, Bagenstoss, and they give once again to Middleton, and he's got the first down. He crosses the uh, 37 up near the 38-yard line. That's good enough for a Dowling first down on the first drive. We mentioned the offensive line, Kyle Rockers, Cade Batterton, Ryan Bagenstoss, Gabe Carey, the captain, and George Nahas. Both tight ends, Drew Winget and Jalen Thompson have caught passes tonight. It's a first down Maroons. Their own 38, five-yard gain by Cam. And the quarterback is Dante Cataldo. And Dante, a handoff to Middleton again. Boys tacklers gets in the secondary. Finally wrapped up as Waukee going for the football at the 46-yard line, a gain of eight. Cam makes it very difficult for anybody to tackle him one-on-one. And, you know, it usually takes two or three guys to bring him down. Such a strong, strong kid in, in, in the legs and, and is able to churn those, churn those yards out and, and get the tough ones. Cataldo at quarterback, Dante. After Jackson Smollett got the start, Dante on play action, fires it out. The pass is caught. Cooper Nicholson in Waukee territory at the 45 and drags tacklers down to the 43-yard line of Waukee. And that'll be a first down Dowling, a gain of 11 yards. Strong tackle there for the uh, Warriors by Aiden uh, Brighton-Butcher. Came up and and hit uh, Nicholson as he was... Coming across the middle, a nice, nice gain there. Nice throw by Cataldo over to Nicholson. Yeah, play action fake in the backfield. Throws that linebacker. Gave him the seam first and 10 down. Cataldo comes out firing again. Pass is caught on the near sideline. Bo Gamble with the catch right in front of us at the Dowling catch at the uh, 35-yard line, a gain of eight. Again, Bo Gamble, you know, must career high tonight for catches. I mean, he has become a big part of the offensive uh, play um, selection tonight as he's the one that they're not covering at this point. Yeah, you can't cover them all, especially when you put five out there. Now they'll split out two to the left. Now the quarterback, second and two, Dowling at the 35 Milwaukee, and this time they give it to the uh, tailback, and that is uh, uh, C.J. Phillip now in there for Dowling. He tries to get outside the right end and gets outside the numbers and finally tackled right in front of us at the Dowling sideline. Maybe a yard if that. Yeah, a little tough tough running there, running to the narrow side of the field, the Maroons did, and trying to run off that edge, and there was no crease there really for CJ to get ahead of steam and, and find those extra yards, so it creates a third and short. One-yard gain for CJ Phillip. Dowling will send out one receiver to the far left, and that's Cooper Nicholson. Receiver to the right, Carson Brown. Dowling will go with two tight ends, Thompson and Winget. The quarterback is Cataldo, and Dante straight-up handoff to Middleton, and Cam with the first down and more. Keeps his legs going. He's inside. The 20, or at the 25-yard line where he's finally brought down and he puts his fist on the ground yeah. saying, I was one step away from breaking it. He was. It was kind of funny to watch Kale Kokenauer go through the line of scrimmage. He was looking for someone to hit. He didn't have anybody to hit. He's looking behind him to see where Cam was. And then Cam comes churning along, and uh, it's a nice big gain, and, and the chains move again. Nine-yard gain for Middleton. First down Dowling at the Waukee 25-yard line. The Maroons lead it 31 nothing, and now the Maroons keep the ball on the ground. The handoff by Cataldo to the tailback, and I believe that was uh, Cam in there. Let's see as he's helped up by the Waukee defense, and it was Cam with the carry. Right, you know, Waukee said we've seen enough of this run game, and they brought up eight guys up into the box right there, and there was not much of a chance for Cam to go anywhere, but that sets up the play action and everything else as they go forward, and establishing that run game is so vital to the Maroon offense. Well, also won that time for Cam, so it's second and 11 Dowling. 
Here's Cataldo back to throw and caught inside the uh, 25-yard line. Hit immediately is once again Bo Gamble with the catch. Caden Ivory on a strong play there from his corner position and made a tackle right away as soon as uh, the ball was caught. And a good job uh, to hang on to that football. That was a tough hit on, on the sideline. Five-yard gain and Gamble with the catch. It's third and six for the Maroons. Game clock at 8.15 and counting. Here's Cataldo, three receivers left. Looks left, fires it out, pass is caught right inside the 20-yard line, and then the receiver is gang-tackled and smothered. They're going to give him forward progress to the 17, apparently, and a nice reception that time by the Maroons, and that is Bliss with the catch. Andrew Bliss with his second catch of the night. Going to be a little short of the first down, so about three yards to go here, fourth and short. Uh, up 31 to nothing. You're going to probably go for it here and and uh, see what the offense can do and see if you can make a play happen. And this is where Cataldo's legs come into play. Two tight ends, both uh, Winget and Thompson in the lineup. As C.J. Phillip in the backfield, here's a snap to Cataldo, fakes the pass, fires it left side, caught by Winget, angling out of bounds, and he's finally out of bounds at the 14-yard line. And that should be good enough for Dowling first down it is. Boy, there wasn't much room for that ball to get through there, was it? A narrow tunnel. Yeah, it was a, it was a narrow, narrow, narrow it was tunnel. A very small window, and, and Cataldo made it fit. Winget, nice catch, you know, and for a kid who wasn't a part of the offense very much for the first quarters of the season, he's really come on and shown his his uh, value in this offense. Well, the coach has got, you, you know this, Coach, you got to count on kids, and they're yep. counting on Winget right now, tight end, him and Thompson. Now on first down, handoff right up the gut. C.J. Phillip follows his right guard and tackle, and, Finally, to level right about the 10-yard line, a gain of four to bring up second and six for the Maroons. Rockers, Batterton, Bagentos, Carey, and Nahas just moved the whole Waukee defensive line right there and, and created just a wall for Phillip to run behind. There wasn't a, a crease in there, just a wall and uh, a nice four-yard pickup. All right, so it is second down and six for Dowling after Phillip's four-yard gain. Here is Cataldo, read option. He'll keep it, and Dante hit, and taken down at about the nine-yard line. Good coverage that time as Waukee stayed home on the weak side. They did, and uh, you, you got to give credit to um, Peyton Betts there. Uh, one of their leading tacklers as he was able to stop that play. They said, we've seen this We've seen this from Cataldo. He's going to run the football. So it's third and five, Dowling. The line of scrimmage is the Waukee nine. Cataldo again a one. Pistol formation. They got the fullback in there. The give is to Phillip, and he's inside the five, and he gets into the end zone. Touchdown, Dowling. C.J. Phillip followed his left guard and tackle. Rockers and Batterton. Badgenstoss at center, and he worked that left side. Touchdown, Maroons from nine yards out, and Phillip. Kept the feet running and uh, was able to look like he was going to get stopped at about the two- or three-yard line and was able to sit there, and all of a sudden you saw this burst, and he's in the end zone. It's a 14-play. 73-yard drive by Dowling. And now the extra point by Diego Leon. Dante Cataldo will stay in to hold. The snap from Hagen, and the ball is down. The kick is up, and it is good. So the Maroons now leading 38-0. Dowling will have the running clock when we return with 6-16 remaining third quarter. Dowling 38, walkie nothing here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. This is Dale Offwist with a Chesterton Minute. Have you ever heard someone say that the church needs to keep up with the times? G.K. Chesterton says that all this talk about keeping up with the times has been uttered hundreds of times before. 
To be up to date, he says, is a paltry ambition, except in an almanac. The church certainly does not need to imitate the secular world. In fact, what does the word secular mean? It does not mean worldly. It does not even mean irreligious. To be secular simply means to be of the age, that is, of the age which is passing. And in the case of anyone trying to keep up with the times, the age that is already past. So what the word secular really means is dated. The church's truth is never out of date because it is eternal. Want more than a minute? Chesterton.org. And we're back here at Waukee High School and Waukee Stadium on a frigid night, 45 degrees at game time in the upper 30s right now. Dowling leading 38 to nothing after the Maroons go 14 plays and 73 yards capped off by a C.J. Phillip, nine-yard run for the touchdown. Diego Leone's extra point good. And Dowling now with the running clock, leading 38-0 over Waukee. Mark Amadale, Matt Manry, John Chido. Here's the kickoff by Dowling, and it falls at the uh, 20-yard line. It's picked up by one of the up-backs, and that is uh, Dalton Base on the return once again, and he gets across the 20 to the 25-yard line. Let's bring in John Chido. We haven't heard from you in a while, Johnny, as the Maroons had a nice uh, drive to start the second half. Was a nice drive, Mark. I mean, they, they used uh, every bit of uh, each uh, uh, possession there. I mean, all four downs uh, a, cu- a couple times there. And CJ Phillip, uh, Matt Matt said it best, kept his feet moving forward, and that was able to get his momentum into the end zone because uh, a lot of side to side stuff there at the beginning, and now CJ's running more north south, and and that's a good thing to see. And, and the more reps he gets, the more time he touches the ball, the better he's going to get. He's only a sophomore, so. And with Cam Middleton and, and a guy like Adam Townsend in front of you, that's, that's two great guys to learn from. Yeah, it certainly is. And uh, we may have seen the last of uh, some of the starters. We'll see how that all transpires. Walkie with the first down at their own 33-yard line as we're uh, underway after the uh, kickoff by the Maroons. And it's a read option to give to the tailback. And he gets up to the 35 again to two to bring up second down and eight right now for Walkie. They're just trying to get something going. Matt, somewhere on the other side of the 50-yard line. They are, and right now they're going up against a defensive front that includes Kai Woods, Zach Harnden, uh, as we, there are a lot of new faces in there defensively for the Maroons. It was Eddie on a two-yard gain, and now Haugen, read option again, handoff. This time is to uh, Dalton Base, who returned the uh, kickoff, and he's got the first down across the 40, and he's up near the 45-yard line for a pickup of 10 and a walkie first down. And that is Dalton Eddy with the uh, carry. Nice run on the outside there, and Rumley on the tackle for the for the Maroons as they uh, worked that right side of their line of scrimmage. And and uh, you can tell, you know, the young man's got a big upside coming here as as a sophomore running the football. He certainly does. Now it's a first down. Waukee from their own forty-four yard line, they'll call it, and they give it on the inside handoff and bouncing it outside. That's Dalton Base again. And base gets up to midfield, so back-to-back carries by base, and he gets six yards on that carry. It'll bring up second and four. There was Caden Sanders, one of the Maroons, on the stop right there, and now as he is in there at one of the linebacker positions, and also Noah Seamer remains in the game as they sprinkle a few of the guys that are out there quite a bit with a few of the guys that are coming in and getting some reps for the first time tonight. All right, Waukee with the second and four from midfield, and now – 
all of a sudden the quarterback, Hawk, should have gave it, and he did, and he's going to be sacked in the backfield. Dowling gets him, and that's Peyton Johnson on the sack for the Maroons, big number 49. Peyton Johnson, nice play right there. You're right, it was the wrong read because it looked like Niall Eddy was going to go out to the side, but Peyton was right there waiting for Hawk and, and uh, makes a nice tackle. Yeah, Hawk was uh, doing that read option, and all of a sudden he brought it back out of the stomach <laughs> of his tailback and paid for it. Yeah, he did. Four-yard sack by Dowling Catholic, and uh, good job by Peyton. And it's uh, third and eight for Waukee. Here's House rolling to his right, wants to throw, fires the ball downfield, and that's a missile caught inside the 50, and staying in bounds as a receiver. They're giving forward progress to the Dowling 48. He'll be two yards shy of the first down. Good play by the Maroons out there as, as they were able to stop him short of the first down marker. Ray Hall, I'm sorry. And uh, Hauk made a nice throw on the run. He threw a strike yeah. out there, and that was pretty impressive for him as you give that young man credit for, you know, he's had a battle. He's had to take this team of young kids and, and lead them forward throughout the year. So fourth and two, Waukee going for it at the Dowling 48. Hauk out of the shotgun. And fakes both handoffs. He'll keep the football, trying to get outside the end, and he beats the corner, and he's down the near side. He's got the first down out of bounds at the Dowling 34. Just couldn't get around. Blake Saylor's trying to cut him off right there as they did get some push on him, and uh, Hauk just was able to outrun Blake Saylor to the to the corner and, and enough for the first down. Yeah, Saylor had the end, and uh, yeah. Blake uh, in there at corner, as you mentioned. First down, Waukee, 235 remaining in the third quarter. Dowling, 38, Waukee, nothing. First down, Warriors. Here's Hauk back to throw. Looks left, throws left, passes incomplete. I'll say it skipped into the hands of the uh, receiver that time, and that was Ben Kamara, the uh, 6'3 senior. And as they rotate some of these guys, we say we, we see a few starters sprinkled in there as Hagen comes back into the game right now as – he comes in to give some pressure, and he's he's been a quarterback's nightmare over the last part of the, the season here. Especially in the fourth quarter of yeah. the late, late games. Hagen and Pettis have just dialed it up. Here is Haugen, or rather Haug, back to throw. Blake now running, reverses field, and skips the tackle and finally brought down about the 30-yard line. So he'll gain about three yards at the 31. They'll officially spot him a three-yard gain out of a scramble. And just like that, we were talking about Hagen, and he's the one that chased him down from the backside. Uh, Hauk ran about 30 yards. Well, maybe not 30, but he ran about 15, 20 yards and got three. Or but four. it was yeah. east-west running, yeah, it was. not north-south. So he ran a lot of yardage that way. All right, it's third and six, Waukee. A minute 30 remaining here in the third quarter, and Dowling up 38 nothing. Waukee. Line of scrimmage to Dowling 31. They'll put a man in motion, and that is Ray Hall, left to right. And the read option, this time they give it to Dalton Base, and he's got some running room. He's got the first down inside the Dowling oh, ball's 20. Out. And the ball has been fumbled, and no signal yet. So Base fumbled the football, and we still don't have a signal. Uh, I think they're saying walk. Da- oh, no, no, Dowling football. Yeah. How about that? Rune stop a drive as Waukee got all the way down. Inside the 15-yard line, the Maroons will take over from the walk in 17. And John Scheidel, we'll turn it over to you. Who came up with that fumble? Matthew Hanton, Mark. Okay, Matthew the Hanton. sophomore uh, free safety for Dallin. Matt Hanton, and he's listed on our, our two deeps. Hanton, a where's number 86, a 5'10 sophomore with the recovery. So you got to like that. And it'll be first down Dowling, Matt. 
first down is a great play on the backside of that. You know, to make the get the turnover after a big run there, and now Cataldo leads the offense out here onto the field. That's about a 14-yard run. Maroons now on first down. They give it to the uh, tailback and breaking a tackle and still going for more yardage. That's Jack Moore in there now at the 35-yard line. And that's a nice uh, run of 17 yards for Jack. That was an impressive run for Jack Moore as he got through into that into the second wave of the Waukee defense and broke a tackle and, and was able to keep moving forward. And, and we're at the end of the quarter. Yeah, that was a quick one. So Dowling will have a first down at their own 35-yard line as we come to the end of the third quarter with the score. Dowling 38 and Waukee nothing. Back to Waukee Stadium in one minute here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. 60 Seconds with Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen. Our blessed Lord considered the three possible forms of church government. The democratic would be one in which a majority vote decides, in which everyone has an entirely different opinion of what is to be. The aristocratic is an appeal not so much to the majority or to the masses, but rather an an appeal to an aristocracy, a house of parliament, a senate, a congress, a house of lords. And the theocratic is one in which God chooses one man as he chose Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and Moses and guides and protects and directs this man. Peter holds the primacy, primacy not only of honor but also of jurisdiction over the church. He is the vicar of Christ, he is the first pontiff, he is the first pope. The people you know and trust are on EWTN. And back here at Waukee Stadium, Mark Emmadale, Matt Mandering, and John Chido as we start the fourth quarter with the running clock and Dowling leading 38-0, and Jack Moore gets the handoff on the very first play of the fourth quarter and gets it up. So they're going to call it about the 34-yard line, and they're going to say he lost a yard, so it'll bring up second down and 11, and Dowling calls timeout. We'll keep it here with the Bruins leading 38-0 here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, thanks to... Ashworth Vision, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, and Kemet. Let's go down to the Dowling sideline. That's where John Chidel has been on this very crisp night. Johnny? Well, you're seeing a lot of guys uh, in uh, and getting a lot of reps, which is, is great to see. You know, I know we keep mentioning it, uh, but uh, to mention uh, a few names. Clayton Witten, uh, offensive line, Tommy Von, Von Carver, Anthony Cano, uh, and others to mention. Uh, so we'll, we'll keep kind of keep track of that for you, Mark. I appreciate uh, that. With our, with our spotter down here as he kind of banded me and went to the other end of the sideline. Uh, yeah, is, is he wearing some <laughs> kind of tag around his uh, neck, Johnny? Something like he's that. got a scarf on or something. It's like he's going sledding or something. Yeah, I kind of figured that. Well, keep an eye on him, would you? <laughs> and uh, appreciate the update of the kids that are getting in as Dowling leads at 38 nothing. Second and 11 for the Maroons. Back to throw Cataldo. Fires it near side. The pass is caught, and that is uh, Michael Reichert with the catch, the 6'1 junior on a short Quick out pattern to the near side, Matt. Right now on the offensive line, I've got Caleb Saylor and, and Trevor Haltor, Tommy Von Carver, Carlos Navarro at center, and Clayton uh, Witten at the other tackle. And so uh, that's what uh, that group is out there to protect Cataldo and, and uh, provide uh, some gaps in here as as they continue to move down the field with Jack Moore at tailback. Yeah, and Cataldo remains the quarterback. He has this whole second half. Back to throws Dante out of the shotgun, fires it out, passes 
caught for a short gain as Michael Reichardt again on the reception. Good throw out there, good strong throw. It's a long throw for Cataldo, and it balls in the air a long time, and, and Reichardt's sitting there waiting for it, and and uh, did a good job, and now they're going to send the punt team out for the first time tonight. Yeah, be shy of the first down. The Maroons need a couple yards, so they'll bring up uh, fourth and two dowling from their own 43-yard line. And uh, yeah, when you throw that fastball out there, Matt, I know yeah. you're throwing across you know, from one hash to another. You've got to have a pretty good arm, and Dante's a pretty good baseball player. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so it is a strong throw by him. And Both quarterbacks a, are. We saw yeah. you know, Jake English, who's yeah. uh, uh, yeah, he's kind of shaken up a little bit. Jake's uh, battling an injury, and that's why he's had limited action. But, yeah, baseball guys can fire. Here's a punt by the Maroons. That's the first one of the night by Cole, and it goes out of bounds right around the inside the 25 of Waukee, and that's where they'll start first and 10. With 10 minutes remaining, the Maroons leading 10 nothing here in the fourth – or 38 nothing here in the fourth quarter. Matt? You mentioned, you mentioned Jake English, you know, and he had – you know, he did a great job in the middle of the season for the – the Maroons, and he's not sued tonight, nursing that injury, and that's a that's a big deal because then you got Cataldo holding on the on the extra long points, on the yeah. extra points and the field goals for Diego, and you can't um, under you know see it enough how important those roles are as you go through a season. All right, Waukee with the first down on their own twenty-three yard line, nine and a half minutes remaining, fourth quarter. Let's see if they made some changes. Now the quarterback. Let's see. Is that a yes. new quarterback? It is number yeah. twelve. That's Garrett Putsey, who is senior. the back quarterback, a six foot, hundred fifty pound senior. Putsey in right now, and a handoff goes to the tailback, and he gets across the thirty near the thirty three yard line. Nice gain that time of ten yards. Yeah, they um, they come out there and and have uh, moved the ball real quick there, and got a nice little gain as the Dowling defense runs a, you know some people in and out of the ball game. All right, so the tailback for Waukee is Dalton Base. And here's a left-handed throw by Garrett Putsey down the far down the near sideline. Caught. And that's Ray Hall with the reception and a first down Waukee on the lateral pass to the right of the formation. Good catch there for Hall as uh, Putsey threw it out there for him and makes a nice grab. And, and uh, that was Blake Saylor on the tackle there for the Maroons. 15-yard gain for Waukee, first down. At their own 48-yard line, 8.20 remaining. Game clock continues to run. Waukee now will give it to the second back through as they had both tailbacks in the lineup. And second back through swallowed up at about the uh, 50-yard line for a gain of two. Defense doing a good job up front there as they uh, continue to bring guys in. Stephen Young now coming in for the runes on that defensive front, uh, along with uh, Zach Harnden on one side and, and – uh, um, Sam Tessa on the other side. All right, eight back in, gain of two. So second and eight, Waukee from the 50-yard line. And the give is to Eddie again. And Niall Eddie, the 5'10 sophomore, gets into Dowling territory at the Maroon 48-yard line. He pick up a two. Mentioned Stephen Young on the, on the uh, defensive line there, and he makes that play right there for the Maroons. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio, brought to you in part by our good friends at Northwest Bank. Skeffington's formal wear, and thanks to the Catholic Tuition Organization and our fine folks at Mercy One. Alongside Matt Maindring, I'm Mark Amadale. Glad to be tuned in tonight, Friday Night Football, the final regular season game. A playoffs will be announced tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. Now back to throw is quarterback Garrett Putsey. Looks left, wants to throw, won't do it, and finally tackled. May have lost the yard back to the 49 of Dowling. 
got swallowed up in there. Sam Tessaw at the bottom of the pile for the Maroons. Uh, was able to get Putsy to the ground and create this fourth down situation as the clock continues to run. So a loss of one. As you mentioned, Matt, fourth and seven for Waukee at the Dowling 49. They're going for it. Got a full house backfield with the quarterback right in the middle of that. And the give is to Eddie, and he breaks a tackle, and he stood up fighting for the first down, and he's near it, and he's got it at the 40-yard line of Dowling, a pickup of nine for Eddie. You know, the contact was made at about the 38, and then Eddie kept his legs and finished going forward, which you want young backs to learn how to do, and the young sophomore there, um, did it, you know, you, you say we got the starting tailback out there, but he's only a sophomore. And right. uh, these are good snaps for him as they continue to grow their program. Well, Eddie and Bass are both out there for Waukee. The quarterback is Putsy, Garrett Putsy, the left-hander, and the give is the second back, and that is uh, Dalton Bass turning the corner. He's got some room inside the 20, and he'll go all the way. Touchdown for Dalton Bass. 40-yard running play and you know what he did a little jet sweep he's eddie actually led the play yeah as the play went right to left after a full house backfield he got around left in and turned it up field out got outside the numbers and down the far side and that he goes touchdown walkie from 40 yards out they had a couple we had a couple opportunities the maroons did to get a tackle in the backfield and just didn't get their hands on him and uh he used his speed and accelerated down the sideline for a touchdown for the Waukee Warriors. So Dalton base on the 40-yard touchdown. Now the extra point. And the pick, the kick is up. And it is good. As the first time we've seen the uh, PAT from Max Bartacek. His older brother was here at Waukee. And he makes it. So it's 38-7 Dowling. 5.57 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Timeout on the field. We'll be back after these messages here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. There's times in life when people want to tell you everything is going to be okay. And you know it's just not. You get a medical report or financial disaster or you name it, and it's just not okay. Jesus knew we'd have to deal with all that stuff. And yet he commands us throughout the Gospels not to worry. Why? Because he also knew the final victory he was about to win for us. Listen, for a Christian, peace of mind doesn't come from winning in this life all the time. It comes from knowing you already won forever in Christ. Peace doesn't come from our circumstances being okay. It comes from knowing that our circumstances don't get the final word. Our trials don't come to stay. They all come to pass. Keeping that in mind helps us pass through whatever trials life throws at us as victors, not victims. Jesus said, I've told you these things so you may have peace In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. This is Chris Stefanik from reallifecatholic.com. Listener-supported Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM KWKY, Des Moines, 94.5 FM K233BT, Des Moines, 88.5 FM KIHS, Adel, 90.9 FM KLOX, Creston. And we're back here at Waukee on the uh, Bartacek kickoff. Max boots it, and Carson Brown feels it right at the two-yard line. And Carson, it's about nice the 15-yard line, and that's about it on the return. So Dowling will start deep in their own territory. The Maroons lead it 38-7 to over Waukee here in the fourth quarter. And the running clock is now off as it will be stopped on every uh, incomplete pass or, and so forth. Let's go down to John Scheidel on the Dowling sideline, Jenny. 
Yeah, Waukee uh, with pace with that long run. That was a double lead. Kind of reminds you of the old Ankeny yeah. uh, days there. It's a uh, second man through and and kind of follow the first guy and the guy runs underneath with the second or the second guy runs underneath the uh, the cutback and uh, was able to get free there for 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 the for the touchdown. And so Waukee goes seven plays, 77 yards on their touchdown of 40 yards by Dalton Baser back at tailback. Here's Cataldo back to throw. Pass is caught near side. Mikey McLean with the reception after Dowling starts in her own 15-yard line here, Matt. Yeah, Mikey, nice catch there, and he got stuck right away by uh, number um, by uh, Cam Johnston for uh, Waukee. But a good catch and a good job hanging on to the football there and uh, gets a nice gain, six yards on first down, or four yards on first down. And the Marines start their own 15-yard line, so it's second down and six from the 19. Here in the fourth quarter, Cataldo, read option to give is to the tailback, and that's another one that's in there for the Maroons. They had more in that last series, Jack Moore. And let's see, off the uh, bottom of the pile is uh, number 28 for Dowling Catholic, Hunter Crutchlow. Crutchlow with the carry hunters in the ball game and uh, brings a lot of different he brings some energy to the field when he gets out there and and uh and the big third down play here is you don't want to give the ball back to him you want to get some give your defense a little break right. here and and uh keep that clock running so here is cataldo he's got two receivers to the right two to the left crushel in the backfield and now they get walkie to jump off side and it's not a free play as a little Abdul Razik jumped oh, offside. They're going to call that against Dowling. Let's see somebody for the Maroons moved on that offensive line, which is all new right now. Penalty moves Dowling back to the 10-yard line. Check that, the 15-yard line. So to bring up third and 10 for the Maroons on the five-yard penalty. Cataldo with two receivers on each side of the formation. No tight end. Crushed on the backfield. Here's the blitz is on, and Cataldo goes down inside the 10. He'll be a drop back at the nine-yard line for a loss of six. Waukee got aggressive there on defense and, and brought a couple extra bodies, and Cataldo drops back, didn't have any time uh, to get a read on anything, and, and they get the sack, and and Dowling is, now has to punt. Out of their own end zone, and uh, John Cole into punt. He hasn't uh, punted much in this game. This will be his second punt, but they have to stand in the purple end zone here at Waukee. Waiting the snap from Carson Hagen. Here's snaps, a good snap, and Cole gets it away. It's a nice high spiral. It turns over at midfield, and Waukee lets it go, and it'll stick right at the 45-yard line of Waukee. Good punt out of the end zone. Yeah. 55 yards and more. Outstanding punt by John Cole. And it's uh, hard to do in a on a cold night, but he did. And it's uh, first and 10 Waukee from their own 45-yard line. Let's go down to John Chato. 3.40 remaining here in the fourth quarter, Johnny, and Dowling up 38-7. to And I know you're going to be thinking post-game interviews, I know. Yeah, we're kind of thinking about that. Uh, I know Jackson Smolik, since we didn't get him on last week, and kind of trying to figure out a, a defensive player. Do you guys have any ideas or anybody offensively either? Mr. Mandring? Uh, yeah, you, know, you know, we talked to Jalen once already. Uh, I think Chase Patton had a good night in there, and and he might be someone we could get at once or Mata Brewer. Yeah, okay. So there you go, John. Well, we, we haven't had Carson Hagen either. That's true. So that, that uh, leaves it with uh, a few options as Waukee now will hand it off on the uh, 
little bit of a jet sweep right to left. They go around left end to get up to midfield and then some from their own 45-yard line. That was uh, Ray Hall with the carry, and he gets up to call it the Dowling 49 again at six. Went back to that play they ran with, you know, to get the touchdown, trying to run outside in that left side and, and get Brace out there and turn him loose. All right, second and four, Waukee. 3-10 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Dowling leading 38-7 to here in the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. And they give it to the uh, second tailback. That's Dalton Bass who scored the touchdown, and he's finally stacked up, but not before getting the first down at the Dowling 43. A host of Maroons in there, including Dominic Quinn on on top of the pile and, and a couple others as – it's like a hockey game almost. We get a shift change here after every play. As you see guys yeah. running to the sideline. Line say, change, you bet. Yeah, as I see Isaac, you may run to the side here as he'll run off and then get ready to go back in here after a play. So first and ten walkie, line of scrimmage Dowling 43, 240 remaining. And now here is the pass by uh, Putsy to the near side. It's caught running with the football is Ray Hall. And he's close to a first down, brought down around the Dowling 33-yard line. Depends where they spot him. This will be close to a first down. They're going to give it to him. Mason Tran on the stop for the Maroons as he was able to get his hands on him a little bit late there and and was able to bring him down. Uh, The chains move and and keep things moving for the Waukee offense. Gain of 11 down to the Dowling 32 is where they spot him. So it's first and 10 Waukee with 220 remaining. Waukee with... All three timeouts remaining if they need it. Handoff up the gut and hit and gang tackled at the 30-yard line. Gain of two is the tailback. Let's see if that is a base or Eddie. They've been kind of interchanging their tailbacks, and it was not base. And Zach Carnden was uh, one of the Maroons in on the stop right there, and and Ben Thomas is in there right now. It was Eddie, and he's shaking up right now for Waukee. He'll stay in, so... Second and eight here, Matt, for Waukee. The line of scrimmage to Dowling, 30. Minute 40 remaining. And the give, as Johnny mentioned, kind of the fullback lead. This time the lead goes outside the numbers to base, and he cuts up field, and he's brought down about the 20-yard line. That should be enough for a first down. They'll keep the sticks moving as they get outside the edge, and, and the, the Dowling defense is having a tough time, but they bring an extra blocker out there to, to keep it turned inside. And uh, that was... Um, Joe, maybe, yeah, Joe Hughes, or maybe it was Caden Sanders. I can't tell him that number right there. So a nine-yard gain for base, and back to throw is Putsy, and he throws it in the end zone, and Garrett now, the pass is caught. They stay in, touchdown, Waukee. Far corner of the end zone, they score as they go up top, and the Warriors score with uh, Ben Kamara. Just threw it up there, and there were two defenders right there, and and Kamara, Kamara wins six the battle. Three. Yeah, six three. <laughs> that's what that's what got that right there. Six three, one eighty five, and and uh, he went up and got it over the down defenders. Makes a nice catch, high points the ball, and brings it down. And stayed in bounds. And yeah, the play went for twenty one yards and a touchdown. The extra point now by Max Bartichek for Waukee, the six two junior. And the extra point is up, and it is good. So it's 38-14, Dowling, minute 14 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Timeout on the field. We'll take one ourselves here on the Iowa Catholic 
Radio Network. Amazon Smile is a simple way to support Iowa Catholic Radio. When you are shopping on Amazon, consider shopping through Amazon Smile instead. You get all the same great deals, and your order will also help support Iowa Catholic Radio. All you need to do is choose Iowa Catholic Radio as your nonprofit to support when you first log in, and Amazon will do the rest. Every Amazon Smile order you make, Amazon will donate to Iowa Catholic Radio. Support Iowa Catholic Radio while you shop at smile.amazon.com. And thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic radio it can be easy to look at how someone is dressing or acting and judge them but have you ever thought about how much grace is available in these situations the next time someone makes a questionable decision instead of judging and condemning uphold their dignity for them we do greater good by lifting them up in prayer and respecting their personhood than if we mentally tear them apart in our thoughts we can uphold the dignity of others even when they are unable to recognize their own value. And we're back here at Waukee High School as Waukee goes in for a touchdown, six plays, 55 yards, as Ben Kamara on a 21-yard touchdown reception from quarterback Garrett Putsey. Extra point by Bartercheck is good. And now here's a short kickoff by Waukee. Angling for the near sideline and now picked up by Dowling, one of the upbacks. And the return right in front of the Dowling bench. As the Maroons will start with a minute 10 remaining, right around their own 30-yard line, Matt, as we're here in the kind of late duty. And Waukee's tacked on a couple touchdowns here late against the Dowling second team. They have, and it shows you they've got some they got some potential in that offense as they continue to move forward. And, and they, you got to give credit to Coach because he's got them playing hard yet at this point in the season. Quick shout out, you know, to your classmate of yours that you told me about, Rob Deal. He's <laughs> back right. there keeping everything uh, organized and safe at Dowling High School right now tonight. Safe? Are you sure? Well, I, you better hey, take inventory. Yeah, better. <laughs> Put quotation marks on it. <laughs> Better take inventory. Maroons for the first down <laughs> at their own 31-yard line. And chugging up the middle of the line is the uh, tailback. And let's see, one of, uh, well, we've up to five now. We had Jack Moore in there. Yeah. And this one, I believe, is number 22, Jacob Nedvitt. Yeah, well, he's running out to the edge there. And Johnny may have to help us out with yeah. that. Is that right, Jack? I think it's Jack yeah. Moore in the backfield. Yeah, now. Jack Moore in the backfield and Jake, Jake Nevitt playing wide receiver. All right, here's a quick pass. Caught at the 43-yard line. Nice throw by Dante Cataldo. The receiver that time fell down as he caught it, and that was Hank Brown. Hank Brown out there with the catch, and a and, uh, nice play for him. The sophomore, 5'8", uh, 145 pounds sophomore, makes the catch. Look at this line change. Boy, they're, just, yeah. they're not huddling and cut. Cataldo now with 15 seconds. This will be the final play, apparently, of the contest. Cataldo with two receivers to the right, one to the left. Here's the snap, and the give is to the uh, tailback, and that might be – is that more in there again? I think so. And Jack takes it down. It is number 31 up to midfield, and that'll do it. Gain of seven be the ball game. by more. And Dowling wins it 38-7. to seven. Congratulations to head coach Tom Wilson and the Dowling Maroons with the win tonight uh, for coach that is uh, – Career win number 267 and uh, once number 178 at Dowling Catholic. And by the way, that is Dowling Catholic's 702nd win as a football program. There you go. Dating back all the way to the 40s and 50s. And we'll talk more about that. Uh, Coach Title might have something to add to that. But uh, Maroons win it 38 14. 
And, uh, yeah, shout out to Rob Deal back at Dowling, hopefully holding things together. And our thanks to uh, Fred and his wife, Diane. Tierney. Yeah. Got to call, you know, got to call the ladies by the proper name, Diane. And uh, I misspoke there earlier. But, uh, Fred, you were missed tonight. Uh, the team won without you. That means anything, but I don't know how organized it was behind the scenes. Well, you know, we 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 give Jr. a hard time, but Jr. can get it done, and, and you know, we're not going to trust just anybody. So oh, you trust Jr. I mean, well, we, we do. Teaching for we you do. or something. Well, you know, us us BV guys. You know, Jr. and I went to college together. That's right. Yeah, BV well, guys. And Coach Wilson there too. Coach Wilson was on the floor with us too. So we we've got a uh, we've got some time. Together, you know, and Rob, you know, you talk about guys behind the scene that gets get things done for Dowling. Yep. You talk about our custodial staff led by Josh Kirkpatrick, you know, Rob Deal. We got Bob Sparks during the day and just a white I and mean, just the guys that get things done and, and are just a big part of what we do. Billy Walker and stuff during the day and, and Judy Svensson uh, uh, during the day, keeping things organized. Just a great, great crew. All right, so let's take a look at our final game statistics tonight here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network as the Maroons won at 38-14, the final over Waukee. And our thanks to Jarrett Seifert. Dowling with 406 yards of total offense tonight, 258 yards total offense for the Waukee Warriors. The Maroons had 238 yards in the air, 168 yards on the ground. Waukee with 166 yards rushing and 92 yards passing. Maroons were penalized twice for 20 yards. Waukee penalized twice for 10 yards. First down, Dallin with 23 and Waukee with 15. As uh, Jackson Smolik tonight, we didn't see him at all in the second half. He was 16 of 20, passing 200 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Dante Cataldo, perfect passing, 8 for 8 passing for 38 yards tonight for Dante. And for Waukee, they're leading uh, their starting quarterback, was Blake Houck, and he went 5-11 passing, 45 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. And then late in the game, Garrett Putsey in the fourth quarter, 3-for-3 three three passing, 47 yards, and a touchdown. Leading ball carrier for Dowling, well, there's one of, what, six out there tonight for Dowling, and it was Adam Townsend, four carries, 47 yards, and a touchdown. Cam Middleton, nine carries for 39 yards. C.J. Phillips, seven carries, 29 yards, and a touchdown. Jack Moore, three carries for 25 yards. And Jackson Smolik, one carry for 11 yards. Dante Cataldo, four carries for 10 yards and a touchdown. And Hunter Crutchlow, Crutchlow with two carries for seven yards. For the Waukee Warriors, their leading ball carrier was uh, backup tailback Dalton Bass, seven carries, 90 yards, and a touchdown. That was in the second half. Their, leading, or their starting tailback, Niall Eddy, 14 carries for 42 yards. And... Others in there, their quarterback, Blake Houck, 14 carries for 31 yards. And uh, Ray Hall, two carries, or one carry, rather, for six yards. Leading receiver for Dowling, Cooper Nicholson, with six catches for 63 yards and a touchdown. Bo Gamble tonight, second leading receiver for the Maroons, five catches for 52 yards. Carson Brown, one catch for 51 yards. And Drew Winget, four catches for 24 yards. Jalen Thompson, one catch for 22 yards. Michael Reichart, two catches for nine yards. Hank Brown, one catch for six yards. Andrew Bliss, two catches for four yards. Mikey McLean, one catch for four yards. And finally, uh, Cam Middleton, one catch for three yards. For Waukee, their leading receiver was Ray Hall, five catches for 50 yards. And Ben Kamara, three catches for 42 yards and the late touchdown by Kamara in the fourth quarter. Again, the final, Dowling... Defeating Waukee, 38-14. The Maroons, again, with two, 
with uh, 406 yards of total offense. Waukee with 258. want to thank Jared Seifert, one of the fine math teachers at Dowling, for keeping our numbers tonight. We'll take a break. Come back with post-game interviews from the field. John Chida will have a couple of those lined up, and I hope you join us for that. Along with Matt Mandring, I'm Mark Amadale, Johnny Chida on the field. And we'll be back with uh, post-game interviews after these messages here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Thank you, Ashworth Vision Clinic, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365 on Iowa Catholic Radio. Ashworth Vision Clinic online at ashworthvision.com. Ashworth Vision Clinic, 515-440-4610. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742. Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Kemen.com. Thank you, Kemen, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Hey, welcome back to... Waukee Stadium tonight, Dowling with the win, 38-14 over the Waukee Warriors. Maroons close out the regular season with a, a record of 6-3. and three. Waukee falls to 2-7. and seven. Let's go down on the field, and uh, John Scheidel uh, on the sidelines with head coach Tom Wilson to start things off. Take it away, Johnny. Coach, uh, first of all, congratulations on a, on a great uh, finish to the season. Going into the next week in the first round of the playoffs, uh, uh, it seems like it went by so quick, and, and, and this game is just fun to watch, and, and a lot of guys getting involved tonight on, on both sides of the ball. Well, they did, and, and uh, obviously that's a goal, but you know, first we have to take care of business, and I, I thought we played pretty well in the first half as we, as we spoke at halftime, and you know we started getting people in, and sometimes you get mismatches uh, there and things like that, but I thought our kids played hard and, and uh, just happy to get them in, but uh, Proud of our team, how we finished, and and uh, we get a chance to play in the postseason, and and uh, that's something we're really excited about. And now, now it gets into the details. You're playing until tomorrow, and then you kind of break everything down there, and it's just the the season starts over. I mean, it's it's everybody zero and zero, and that's uh, the great thing about the playoffs. It is, and uh, honestly, it's a, a time of year that that uh, I love, and and uh, you can't ever take for granted getting in the postseason. And you know, you look at it at one time as we're one one and three, and you know, we didn't have our quarterback, and we were playing, you know, two others, and uh, they were doing, you know, the best they can, and we were trying to gain confidence, and, and you know, we've done that, and uh, it's like I told our kids after the game, we're a different football team now. Well, Coach, congratulations again on a great finish to the season, and, and good luck next week. All right, thank you. All right, John Scheidel with uh, head coach Tom Wilson following Dowling's win tonight, 38-14 over the Waukee Warriors, and uh, Giants got a couple of uh, players lined up, Matt, but uh, – you know, you, you wait till tomorrow morning, and if folks don't know, the playoffs begin uh, next Friday, but the announcement's not made till 9 o'clock tomorrow morning. So don't everybody, don't everybody log on to the website for Boone and uh, get it crashing. <laughs> Knowing our coaching staff, we've got about four teams that they've got targeted, yeah. right, and they've got things laid out. So All right, well, here we go, go. Let's go back down the field. Hey, Johnny, you've got a young man who uh, I saw a little bit uh, yesterday, uh, Mr. Hagan. Did a nice job tonight. He said, hey, thanks for covering us, Mr. Amadale. So I like this guy already. 
Take it away, John. <laughs> I, I know Carson's been a, been, a, been a favorite of yours all season, Mark, and, and he's a favorite of mine, too, because, Carson, how, how far do we go back? Well, since I started at the YMCA flag football, so what? We got first grade? First grade, and it's amazing. It seems like he's been playing varsity football for the last 10 years, but uh, you, now you're at that point. Uh, you're a junior. Uh, tell us about the start of the season and where, you, where you've come today uh, with the team, the rotation of that defensive line, and, and the depth of that as well. Right. Uh, you know, I, we started the season, you know, we came into a Southeast Polk, lost in the final seconds. Um, you know, we just can't let that stuff distract us. You know, we came came strong, you know, more with a chip on our shoulder. And then we went one and three. And just we really had to figure out there, you know, the team we are. And then you know, we come, and we're, now we're on a roll right now. Uh, I, changes in practice, we're coming physical, stronger, you know. Like I said, we have this chip on our shoulder. And, you know, we play every game like it's our last, and that's what we're, that's what we're demonstrating here on the field. And you see, like, you guys get, were able to go with that depth with, with you and Hikus and, and Rumley, and then you got uh, Mata and, and, and uh, Weber and uh, Pettis, too. I mean, that's a strong defensive line. Talk a little bit about that. Right. No, I, I love playing with them. It's great, and the coaches build a great scheme about that. Uh, they always preach you want to keep fresh feet in there, and, you know, it's really showing on the D-line. It's, everything's really starting to click, just keeping that fresh feet and rotating. All the time. Well, I know mom and dad be proud, and uh, I've known your dad for a long time, and, and great person. I know he's listening, and I know you want to get a shout-out uh, as well to, to your brother, Greg. Yeah, Greg, um, really to this. Love you, and hopefully my uh, speech is as good as yours on this. So, thank you. Don't forget about Grandma. She's a wonderful woman. Oh, yeah. I love you, too, Grandma. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Carson. We got all the, got all the Hagen family in, I'm sure, and there are <laughs> others that we probably missed. The Sumby family is also part of that, uh, Mr. Maynard. Oh, uh, so, yeah. Yeah, that's all good. All right. We're going back down to John Chido. He has one more. Well, they're going to miss the bus here, but we'll get yeah. the quarterback, Jackson Smolik, tonight. A pair of touchdown passes to uh, Carson Brown and to Cooper Nicholson. Johnny, take it away with the Dowling quarterback. Well, Jackson, it's great to see you back in action, first and foremost, and, and healthy and, and, and being able to come into your own little groove there. Starting with that second half of Valley, we didn't get a chance to talk to you last week, and into this first half of the Waukee game. It's just it's really, you found your groove. Seems like the offense is starting to click. Talk, talk a little bit about that, and you've come through so much adversity and, and just so proud of you and, and watching you uh, be, able to, be able to be out here and come back from an injury like that? Uh, I'd say, you know, just getting that first half of that Valley game uh, out of my system, you know, getting the nerves out. And, I mean, the O-line really stepped up that game. And this game, too, I mean, I didn't even get touched this game. Didn't even get hit. I mean, it was awesome. Yeah, and that now everybody's 0-0, zero zero, start of the playoffs, and, and you're back at it next week. And each week it's going to get a little bit tougher and tougher, but you got to get over that first hump next week. Don't know who the opponent is. Uh, your, first, uh, your second action and uh, into the playoffs, you get the semifinals last year, so I'm sure you're anxious to get back and get started here this week. Yeah, I am, and, you know, I just got to have a chip on my shoulder for this week, and you can't just let up, you know, because we've won two, like, big games, we'd have to say, and you can't let up. you got to keep working hard. It seems like, you know, Dante Catal has kind of grown a little bit this year and, and learning that experience w- with you and Jake English, too, stepping in and doing a wonderful job. Seems like the three of you have worked so well this year, and, and this is such a great thing to see. It's awesome. I love getting Dante in there, getting him some experience, and then getting a senior in Jake. That's also great for him. I mean, it, that's awesome to see, and it's really good for Dante. It's really good. Well, Jackson, good luck next week. Thank you so much for your time. Yep. Thank you. All right, John Chido with a couple of Dowling players tonight. Jackson Smoke, the Dowling quarterback, and Mr. Carson Hagen uh, down there. Uh, talking to uh to john always like getting those kids on and yeah it's they've fun. had a tremendous year and they've they've endured a lot again they have one and three start matt remember this team started one and three 
And then they come back and they've won now five in a row. And they go in the playoffs with a record of six and three. Don't know what their seed's going to be. If they're an eight seed or better, they will host a playoff game, Dowling Well, next Friday. If they're a ninth seed or or, or, or a larger, they will be on the road. So we'll see how that all transpires because nine o'clock tomorrow morning, the announcements are made. You know, really, we play on the road every every week. Technically, <laughs> <So, laughs> we do. Yeah. People talk about that. Where's our stadium at? Yeah. You guys won how many titles? Yeah, you don't so even have a stadium? Well, we play. Too. Not a big deal. <laughs> I, you know, it's it's uh, interesting to to see how this all shakes out, and and uh, you know, it's it's going to be a tough game no matter what, no matter where it, it falls, and uh, so there's some really good teams. So you take a team that's given us gave us, I felt the most um, trouble. This year it was Ankeny. Ankeny was the team that really came in and, and had control. And that would have know, been our opponent if we had the playoffs tonight. Yeah, Ankeny would have been the opponent. That's one of those teams that's going to be right there, and it yeah. could be a first round game. Yeah. And that would be a, that would be a wild contest. And and uh, so it'll, it, it'll see how things shake out. I know our our man Jeff Piggott back at the station keeps texting me updates of the Kennedy score. Of course he is. Yeah, and it was. 13 to 11, Kennedy hanging on over to Buke Hempstead. It's still Hempstead, in, the, in the fourth okay. quarter. It's okay. still going on. So and that's, a, that's, that's a good matchup. The, the other matchup is um, Walkie Northwest just went ahead of Urbandale 17 16 late in the fourth quarter. Now, Walkie Northwest with a record of 4 and 4, and uh, Urbandale with a record of 7 1. That game, and Urbandale ranked fourth in the state this week by uh, Radio Iowa. That game being played at Frederick's Field about two blocks from my house. So if we get done here. I may have a chance to catch that game if right. it uh, keeps moving on, which sounds like it's going to be quite interesting. Yeah. So, all right. We're going to take a break here on the postgame show. Following Dowling's win tonight, 38-14 Dowling over Waukee. The Maroons go in the playoffs, the record of 6-3. and three. Those announcements will be made tomorrow morning, 9 o'clock, uh, via the uh, uh, Boys Athletic, Un- Athletic Association website. And Waukee closes out their season with a record of 2-7. and seven. And along with John Chido, Mark Amadale, Matt Mainring, back with our final thoughts after these messages here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercyone.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Davenport, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO... You receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. And we're back here at Waukee Stadium. Final thoughts after Dowling's win tonight, 38-14 the final over the Waukee Warriors as the Maroons were up uh, 38 nothing before uh, Waukee added two more touchdowns. Dalton base on a 40-yard run with uh, just under six minutes left in the fourth quarter. And then the pass from Garrett Putsey, the backup quarterback of Waukee, to Ben Kamara from 21 yards out. And a great catch in the end zone by Kamara. And thus our score. Final score, 38-14. And uh, gentlemen, John Chido joins us up here in the press box. Uh, not much difference between up here 
and down there, right, Johnny? As far as uh, temperature, am I close? Actually, it, it was it was a great night for football. I mean, I was dressed warmed, um, so that helped. But I love this stadium because the reception here. It's uh, maybe because I'm right in We're front of you guys. Closer. Yeah, we a lot closer. Yeah, I tell you, your equipment went from Radio Shack to to top notch. <laughs> Didn't they go under? What does he mean by that, man? No, it, it, it was it's been great. It was great reception all night. Well, that's good. And you sounded good down there. I don't know how many batteries people don't understand that when you're on the field, those batteries get cold and they, they just wear out. But uh, did Tiff change them a lot tonight? I got lucky because I happened to look down at halftime and that's when, when I was able to make the exchange. So ah. There we go. I think if we would have, if I would have asked Coach Wilson one more question at halftime, I think it would have done. been dead air. <laughs> you were and, done. As, as usual, it would have been user error. Yeah. That <laughs> that's, that's right. We're used to that. Well, the, what a performance tonight. We started with Jackson Smollett, a pair of touchdowns. Carson Brown, 51 yards out on the score. And then Cooper Nicholson right before the half, a 13 yard score. Adam Townsend, the uh, linebacker, turned third running back in this order. Uh, scored from two yards out. Dante Cataldo, we were asking you, John. Smolik was leading on that opening drive that Dowling had after uh, the Maroon defense uh, forced a punt. Dowling took their opening possession, went all the way down. When did Dante come in? Because there we are, interchanging running backs, wide receivers, and now quarterbacks. And we thought Dante got in right before he scored, which scored from 10 yards out. You, you are right. And Matt, Matt, Matt was absolutely right. Uh, it was that one play, and it was the one run play. And, and Dante, it was a you call it the read option. So what, what, what you mean by that is, is when you say that for people listening at home is, is they're reading an end. We're, we're not blocking the end man right. on the line of scrimmage. And he froze there. So it could have been a give or a keep because he didn't move. And uh, Dante kept it and was able to make an athletic move to get around the end there to, to, to scamper in for 11 yards. And that was his first snap. Matt, yes. That's got to be difficult. You got a, a backup quarterback coming in just to, you know, kind of give a different look. And this, that's his first actual snap in the game after watching the defense hold and force a punt. The offense go about, I think that was a drive that went seven plays. So they must have went six plays. And here he is coming in for one snap. Yeah, and I and I thought Cam had the ball. I thought Middleton <laughs> had the ball. I'm looking on, down the middle, and then Cam's just kind of standing there. And, oh, yeah, there goes Cataldo yeah. around the corner. It, it, it just, you know, the one thing I've learned in the in the seven years of, of covering um, Dowling football now is Coach Wilson likes to plant a lot of seeds late in the season. And uh, you get in these games, and uh, when you can, and you know, one one year we're doing all this fake field goal yeah, stuff, yep. and you know, you, you do things this time of year as a coach because it makes other teams do spend practice time on something that you may never do again. Right. Correct. But it, yeah. but it chews up part of your time, and and pretty soon, remember, I remember having these arguments before, and I said. I don't want to take 15 minutes and cover the swinging gate. Right. Because they're never – just line the guys up, you know. And, and then and the minute you say that, it seems like as a coach, yeah. you're spending all that time. Yeah. You're, you're wasting and you time. And you have, what, a week to prepare for your next one. Now, in the old right. days, it was Wednesday. You, you get done this Friday night, and oh, you yeah. have Wednesday oh, that kickoff. That was, that that was, was terrible. turnaround, and now was, we've That got was hard play. on kids, yeah. you know, because we were – Right. There were years there where we are playing three games in 10 days – because you, you went Wednesday, Monday, Friday, and that wasn't good for kids. And uh, they, they've done the right thing, and the High School Athletic Association has, and spread this out, make it every Friday. I mean, shoot, volleyball doesn't play. And when they get in the postseason, they don't play that many games in, no, in a short amount of time that, 
they were asking these kids to play a football game and then to go to school on top of it. You know, that was the hard thing is because you go on the road on a Wednesday night or even if you have a game at home, but you got to turn around and, and it just wasn't good. Yeah, so now they got to the week, and I think they've got that solved. And yep. now we'll figure out uh, who's the top 16 in Class uh, 5A, believe it or not. 5A, if people are just tuning in. Yeah, we don't have four anymore. We have 5A football, the bigger schools. And they'll make that determination tomorrow morning, 9 o'clock. The Maroons will find out if they're hosting or on the road. Uh, you know, this week they're, they're, what, a 10 seed. So if they're in the top eight, they could host. And, and Coach Wilson talked about that in the pregame show tonight. They could host, or they could be on the road. It's just the ma- matter of the playoffs. And they haven't bracketed the uh, smaller schools. They came out with their their playoff games were tonight. So last Saturday, John, when the, the small schools got their announcements, they only they only set it up for the first round. That's it. They, there's no bracket. There'll be more bracketing after uh, tonight's games. But that'll be interesting how that's presented tomorrow. Yeah, and, and that's that's a good thing and a bad thing. Um, it's, it's a bad thing because you, you really kind of want to see what your path may be. Um, uh, but then again, you don't want to overlook the first week. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, being able to concentrate week by week is a, is a good thing. Cause if it, no matter what happens, the, if you lose the first week, it doesn't matter what happens the second week. So, um, it, there's no sense of, of looking ahead, but then again, you, you do want to see a, a full bracket to see, okay, here's my path. Sure. You know, here's kind of my game plan. And like you guys mentioned, you know, things that, that Coach Wilson works on, like the two tight ends set tonight. You know, we might not ever see that again, depending on wh- who we play. Um, you know, um, you're seeing Jackson Smollett come into his own and be able to sling the ball around and kind of loosen up uh, uh, the defense. And, and, you know, I've been kind of saying all week, you know, we kind of want to stay away from Aiken, kind of want to stay away from Southeast Polk because it seems like those are the two teams that we're gonna, we struggled with mm-hmm. out of the games we played this year. But then again, if I'm other teams, I want to stay away from Dowling. Because uh, Downey's hot right now. Yeah, that's a good point. And Wait, yeah, that'll all, that'll all shake out uh, tomorrow. Well, uh, you know, guys, it was a cool crisp night, week nine, and uh, I have this figured out. You know, there's only two more outdoor games in the playoffs because uh, numbers three and four are in the dome. So you want to get through the first two rounds so you can play in the dome. That's where the Maroons finished up last year, losing in two overtimes to Ankeny. You got to win your first first playoff game and your second playoff game outdoors, and we'll see what that presents us. Uh, for next week, but there's a lot of exciting games, Matt. B- besides that uh, Cedar Rapids Kennedy stuff, we've been getting from our studio producer Jeff Piggott because he's an <laughs> alum there, and they're they're they were in trouble there for a while. But uh, we had a lot of scores, and that Urbandale game is going down the wire. Walking Northwest has an outside chance of making the playoffs, but they got to beat Urbandale to stay in the hunt to be considered the 15th or 16th uh, seed. And uh, they were given Urbandale fits at the at Frerich Field at Urbandale High School tonight. Yeah, it says that the last tweet we have here is Urbandale has the ball in the Waukee 29, 17-16 Waukee with 47 seconds left. So <laughs> it is going to go down to the wire. There you go. Well, that, that, that's all the more excitement. Uh, I know Ankeny uh, defeated Lincoln uh, big tonight along with Valley's win over Roosevelt. Roosevelt and Lincoln were both looking to make the playoffs, but uh, that probably the loss tonight will will definitely knock them out. Uh, Ames and Johnson, that might be a playoff berth. And uh, what was the last score you had? That uh, the last score I had is uh, Johnston was winning that game handily, and that was twenty three to six at halftime. And and nobody's updated that score. I haven't seen an update on that score since then. So okay. um, twenty three to six at half. Uh, Johnston was rolling along, and that game is at uh, at Johnson. All right, well, guys. 
thanks once again. It's hard to believe we've completed a regular season. You guys were, uh, uh, I was uh, blessed to have both of you for eight of the nine games. I know one week, uh, Johnny went out to Vegas, and you went to uh, – where would you end up going? I went well, – we moved my oh, mom. you moved your mother, yeah, yeah Northwest Iowa. I was working. Yeah. He was just playing. I had it to... would have been cheaper for me to stay. <laughs> <laughs> we had a good time, Johnny. I know that. And you know what? Mr. Scigliano and his Uber driver, Mr. Cataldo, we had a pretty good time in Iowa City that week. I had listened to the game. They did a good job. <laughs> so yeah. These guys, I think, were listed too. But uh, yeah, we had a, had a lot of fun. And, um, and Coach Skiggs was also your one of your assistant coaches this year. You talked to him. Out of retirement, uh, Mr. Mark Scigliano, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, he's he's great to have. Uh, he just breaks down everything. And not only is he a great person of the coaching staff, he's a great neighbor, too, because you would go to bed one night. He fixes everything. And he wake up he? the next morning, and he'd have a new sprinkler system. Or he, he aerated, I think, everybody's yard on our block. <laughs> I, I need that. I mean, it's just yeah. a, fantastic. You know, Johnny and uh, Coach Skiggs live in the same area by the airport. Yep. And, and pilots have complained about some of the stuff they put in their backyards. That, that's all. That's all bad it's gotten over there. So that's that's the neighborhood. Yeah. But uh, oh, they all did a great job, and I appreciate. It. I told Matt, I said thanks for all you guys do because I know the people listening at home. And you know, one of them was Fred Tierner tonight. We talked about him in on the pregame show. Fred and his wife Diane both home. Um, and Fred hope will be back next week. Medication works, right? Antibiotics, Matt. Yeah, is that the, what we're talking? Turn, it'll turn him around. But, did things look a little different on the sideline without Fred there, John? Now, be honest. I, don't, forget, I will say this. I, there, there, there's one person, and I won't mention names, Mark Amadale, is on somebody's <laughs> list. And JR is going to be looking for you because he got some <laughs> feedback at halftime about the kind things the we were saying up here and giving him a hard well, time. Let me we, ask. We covered him later. Is, uh, is JR still a cop? Is he retired? <laughs> he's retired. Can take his badge away? Because yeah. then I'm not worried. But if yeah. he's still a cop, then yeah, uh, look out. I'm going to go the other way. So thanks for that, Johnny. <laughs> One more thing to look forward to this weekend. Right. That and the music they played after Waukee scored, it what kind of brought that? me back to I could picture you driving to school back in the late 70s. Late 70s. You know, the, 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 the more jazz kind of. Mm-hmm. Music uh, with the what was with that the bass. song? Is it the, the kid that scores has his own music? They it was play? like the boom, 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 and then the guitar playing. I, I, I'm I terrible. I, I didn't lyrics, but uh, we had the windows closed, and the, thank goodness the Dowling coaches did too. So yeah, <laughs> we didn't we didn't hear that. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I guess next week uh, to be announced, we'll, we'll be there. Guns ablazing, baby. What, what, what are you predicting? Are you guys have any? That's hard to do because any idea I, with this I, RPI system? The RPI. I brought the last four weeks of RPIs. The opponents change every yeah. week, so it's hard to gauge. You know, yeah. and and will it be a true number sixteen seed plays number one seed? I know Matt was spot on last year. Number four. This is different. Yeah, yeah. A lot different. Yeah. Number fifteen seed plays two seed. They will not be that. They'll geographic. Yeah, they, you they, know, within reason. Yes, they'll, they'll, geographic they'll do some things geographically. Will, okay. You know, but, could they? You know, could it be Pleasant Valley or something like that? Sure. Or, you know, but I, I got to think they're going to geographically do something. It's it's still real likely that it could be Iowa City. Yeah, wow. could, be, could be back there. Yeah, and as of today, it would have been Ankeny, but that's all yeah. probably going to change. But it's hard to tell. I mean, your it guess is. is good as or mine. It could be Urbandale. You know, if Urbandale loses tonight, they'll drop a little bit, and all of a sudden you're looking at eight, nine, somewhere in there, and that would be an interesting matchup yeah. right out of the shoot. Sure. There's, it's not going to be easy. No, there's not. Gonna, there's no cakewalk left. That's in this right. Thing. No, nine o'clock tomorrow, and. Uh, Get Casey Tickle on that and get the announcement yep. out on, on the Dallas She's, on, room she's on the ball all the time. 
on the Maroon Crew. I had to wake her up last year because they, they announced it and then she didn't know. So I they said, hey, you want to get that on Maroon Crew? And she <laughs> did. She's she not did. always a morning person. <laughs> Who is. isn't? She's a rock star the rest of the day. She does There's a no great doubt job. about it. She Appreciate does a great that. job. Mm-hmm. Gonna, am I going to see you flipping pancakes? You're going to come and get pancakes Sunday morning? You know, I'm glad you brought that up because that's the last thing we have to talk about. I think uh, Coach Chido and his eighth grade uh, football crew is going to – are you going to flip pancakes tomorrow, John? I don't know if you Sunday? want me flipping pancakes. Why but. Not? uh your lovely I'll definitely wife, eat pancakes and your, your your lovely 10, wife but, uh, Kristen he can hand them over to the people and you know do the PR while you're back there trying to figure <laughs> out what the heck's going on with this this spatula yeah you know what that is a spatula yeah, I know what a spatula is you know I, I do cook on every Sunday there is something called <laughs> pasta Sunday at the these are pancakes. I'm not talking about entrees well I'm yeah pancakes is a different story yeah, yeah. so Coach Wilson and I will be there early. I know that. You got the early shift. Yeah, we're going to take the early shift. Now, I bought the package a year or two ago, and uh, Carolyn did a nice job of reminding me. So I have tickets, and I haven't. we haven't dispersed them yet. So we got to be there like between 10 and noon. So we're going to go to 830 Mass and, and be there at the Iowa State Fairgrounds, Varied Industries Building, 730 to noon That's right. is the time, uh, the Dowling 60th. Pancake it breakfast. Is the 60th year. Pancake breakfast. Started at the Beanery over at 10th and College. Moved uh, to the Vets Auditorium basement. I uh, was over where yeah. the current YMCA is yep. uh, for a little bit, and now at the Iowa State Fairgrounds. So it's, it's progressed. It's a good place for you. You have a lot of parking, easy to get in and out, yep. and a lot of space to you know you, you get the band there and all these other activities going on. Maroon uh, Market. Yeah. I was say, you had the, you, you had the band playing and the dance team. At yeah. One year. Performed yeah. and cheerleaders, cheerleaders, and the old old things. They'll have so. booths set up for different activities going on at Dowling Catholic High School. So uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I'll see things. everybody Sunday uh, at the Varied Industries Building. So yeah, we'll be there at certain times. So we'll we'll try to go through your line, Matt. I just stay away <laughs> from be Ron. The best. I stay away from Ron Gray's line. Yeah, that's true. That's the guy you got to watch. I mean, well, it used to be we had the issue with Grant because Grant was too busy talking. <laughs> and then I pay attention to his pancakes. You're talking about Bossom? Yeah. No, that's yeah, why he got yeah. traded to walk in. Yeah, that's, why, I know that's, that. that's why we got Miklo. So, so yeah. yeah. So we got to train a new guy in there. And <laughs> he said he was even flipping pancakes. He's got some other jobs. So that's awesome. It'll be fun. All right, gentlemen, we got to wrap this up. Walkie wants to shut the lights off, and they will. Okay. Us. So thank you. We'll talk to you next week during the playoffs. All right. That's sounds at. good. All right. All right. Thanks, Mark. Those are my partners tonight, John Chido and Matt Maynard. This is Mark Amadale. Thanking you for joining us. Jeff Piggott back on the uh, Iowa Catholic Radio Studio. We want to thank him for all he does. And, of course, all the fine folks here at Waukee High School, including their athletic director in his uh, first year, Eric Boyle, and uh, his uh, assistant in the athletic department, Beth Collins. want to thank them for all they do. Our thanks to our sponsors and supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio's 45th year broadcasting Dowling football, Ashworth Vision, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, along with Kemen, Mercy One, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Skeffington's Formal Wear, and Northwest Bank. Our next broadcast will be next Friday night, uh, more than likely 7 o'clock kickoff, and it'll be Dowling in the first round of the football playoffs. We'll be making those announcements this week on the uh, Catholic Morning Show with uh, John Leonetti. So we'll bring you updates at 7.05 and 7.35, Monday through Friday. I'll have that announcement on Monday of Dowling's opponents. So until then, thanks for everybody involved with tonight's broadcast. This is Mark Amadale from Waukee High School. Again, the final, Dowling Catholic 38, Waukee 14. The Maroons close out the regular season with a record of 6-3 and three as they move to the playoffs next week. And for Waukee, their season ends with a record of two and seven. Our thanks to Gabe Baker and all his staff there at Waukee High School. Again, for everybody involved with the nice broadcast, 
Have a safe and blessed faith-filled weekend from all of us with Iowa Catholic Radio and the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Coverage of Dowling Catholic Sports is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, Mercy One, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Skeffington's Formalware, Bozen the Florist, Northwest Bank, and Catholic United Financial. Please support the businesses that underwrite Iowa Catholic Radio. The proceeding has been a Dowling Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio.